purposely didn't watch the news last night. I was watching Netflix. I was watching the uh, Zoe Saldana movie. Is that her name? Zoe Saldana? Am I saying that yes. right? Saldana? Saldana? I think it ends in an um, A, doesn't it? Boy, what an attractive woman that is. My own. I mean, she's something, boy. Every outfit she's in in this movie they have on Netflix, it's a series. Every outfit she's cute in. Even when she's, like, crying and upset. You're just like, what a cute outfit. <laughs> yeah. Like she's in her overall look or little dresses. And uh, I love it. I, it's called From Scratch. That's the name of the, mo- the show I'm watching. And and uh, I'm very impressed with this. Zoe Saldana. Uh, you because add, maybe it's Saldano. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I admit I don't know. But I'm very impressed with the fact that she has to uh, speak a lot of Italian in the in the in this show, and uh, I don't know, did she? I would like to know, did she learn Italian for the role, or was she somehow raised uh, with Italians that she knows Italian, Often but she speaks? Sometimes they give them phonetic education, which is just to say the sound of the words, not to really understand the words. Well, you should see her. She's like, uh, you know, like whatever. I'm like, whoa, you know. And like, I, I don't see, know what I just said, but I might have said it perfectly. This is some girl, Maron. That's Italian for Maron. But uh, <laughs> ah, but well, she I, has it, that that figure you like. I lo- oh yes, she's almost um, unconscious from not eating like you. <laughs> That's right. And, she, um, she she's pretty much a skeleton wrapped in skin. <laughs> but you know, I was tempted to turn over to the uh, channels. I didn't. I waited till this morning, and I got the good news. And uh, I might as well announce it. Um, I was waiting to see what was going to happen, and look what happened. People magazine. Um, named the sexiest man alive, Chris Evans. That's uh, oh. so we got. That's right. That's what I was oh. waiting for. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I yeah. didn't know the vote was going to be able to be counted that quickly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was another another Marvel guy. Uh, he's Captain America. Last year it was Ant Man, Paul Rudd. I guess uh, he lost some of his sexiness. You know, he just uh, he lost it. Uh, but uh, well, Chris ants Evans don't last, right? They they yeah. die quickly. And you can see he's sexy. He's posing in a T-shirt. He looks like he just like, um, I don't know, like he fixed a car. He's got on one of those ratty T-shirts. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's like, you know, yeah. I don't know about him. You know, I know he's good looking, but I don't find him sexy. Once I play Dr. Vote. <laughs> Once I play Dr. Doom, I will be the world's sexiest man. I know it. I know well, it. Let's hope. Yeah. Who will be up against you? I don't know. Who can who can compete with me? <laughs> anyway, so uh no, I purposely didn't watch any of the election stuff and I um I just I told you I'm not I, I'm just only against these maniacs who deny elections and are against democracy. I don't forget abortion, forget about uh, um, the economy. Inflation forget about forget economy, about inflation. Yeah. Forget about uh, Ukraine. Forget about the the maniacs who go. Donald Trump won the election. What happened with that woman over uh, the, the the Kerry, whatever her name is, who is an election denier? Arizona. Did she, win? she is not. She's behind 
uh, but well, thank not God. declaring the other candidate the winner yet. I mean, thank God. Uh, I mean, what a horrible woman. In other words, I don't care what the results of the election are. Even if Republicans were in charge of regulating the vote, I don't care what they say. It's all fake. And if I win, it were. It, you know, her, she was basically saying, yeah, if I win, everything is correct. If I lose, I really won. And that's what she's saying. And when you hear crazy talk as an American, you got to say, well, wait a second. This is a crazy person. This whole, um, you know, Donald Trump started this. You just say you won the election and then you go to court. And even if every court tells you you lost, you, you got to you got to be against that uh, lying and, 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 and trying to steal an election. You don't. It's insane. But even before the election happens, they start screaming. They, they, it's a cheating. It's and then rigged. when they win, it's rigged. It's rigged. Yeah. That's what Trump did the first time when he won. He goes, it's rigged. It's rigged. And then they go, you won. He goes, it's rigged. What? I won. <laughs> it was fair. I mean, who, who listens to crazy people like this? We do. I mean, my God, I don't. But, um, they get so a lot was, of votes, Howard. You know, the, yeah. the, you can't, you can't say Herschel Walker will be in a runoff. It's unbelievable, Robin. It's unbelievable <laughs> that Herschel Walker that, could that get one wasn't vote. A landslide, like, like you've never seen no, before. It's crazy. No. In other words, in Georgia, there are a bunch of people, almost the majority of people believe that Herschel Walker is operating with a full deck. Yeah, That's, like he's that, uh, equal to another guy who's not saying crazy things. Yeah, I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta think about all the people who died in World War II, protecting our right to vote, fighting Hitler, and now we made it into silliness. Yeah, here's a, the guys have a montage of Carrie Lake. She what did she run for governor of? Yes, Arizona, uh, I think Arizona. I mean, somebody would vote for this woman is amazing to me. You've called Joe Biden an illegitimate president. What does that mean? He lost the election and he shouldn't be in the White House. It is not impossible to protect our kids at school. They act like it is. Nancy Pelosi, well, she's got protection when she's in D.C. Apparently her house doesn't have a lot of protection. <laughs> you can call us extremists. You can call us domestic terrorists. You know who else was called a lot of names? Jesus. I mean, she's a nut job. Um, yeah. And I love how they get the, the Christian seal. You know, Jesus had a lot of bad names called about him. Yeah, so I she mean, said, I have prayed every day for God to have this election turn out just the way he wants it. If it means that I win, great. And if I have to fight on, I fight on. Well, so you God know, can be right any way it turns out. A lot of fans wrote us. They love that. Um, oh, here, here's someone, uh, Laura. She says, Carrie Lake is already calling the election rigged. Right? <laughs> uh, of course. Yeah. I mean, she lost. Yeah. So it's, uh, she's not going to, she's not, I mean, she's, it's just a, a wacko. She's already calling for an investigation into the rigged election because she was expected to cruise and she's behind right now. And I don't know if you guys could pull up, there's an interview with Trump. He said that if, if candidates that he supported win, he gets he should get all the credit. But if they lose, he should not get any blame. That is an actual. Quote. That's perfect. Yeah. But that's what I mean. I, I mean, the crazy talk people. You know, I know people who buy into this. It's craziness. And you got to say, well, wait, there's, a, there's a, someone who should be locked up in an institution is running. 
Um, you, you can't vote for them, even if, if you agree with some of the agenda. You know, you got to just say, well, I, I, I got to have some respect for the people who fought and died for this country. I mean, it, it's insanity and it's insanity what's going on. But I think maybe what? a lot of these uh, um, Republicans will uh, maybe say, well, maybe now we can go back to having somewhat of a normal party where the guys like George Bush and things can actually you know, come out and and be for candidates. Like maybe some of the craziness will go away. I don't know. It'll Hopefully. be funny because Ron DeSantis killed it in Florida. So he and Trump will go at each other in the Republican primary. I would love to see that. That would be yeah, hilarious. Well, well, yeah, because it's all become like wrestling. Nobody, nobody understands what it is. I'll tell you my thoughts, and you can write me all the hate mail you want. Trump fucked up this country so bad, and things were going so bad. If he had won a second term. It would have been so disastrous. This economy, what's going on in Ukraine, everything would be all fucking backwards. Biden came in after the worst presidency ever in the history of the United States. The guy got us on track about 50 different ways. How? He established us again internationally. Our allies trust us. We were able to set up a, a united front against Russia and Ukraine. And, uh, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be fucked up. Because we're not getting the oil out of Russia for a lot of Europe. It's a struggle. And um, Ukraine used to provide a lot of food. And, uh, yeah, things are bad. Things are tough. But, nevertheless, Ukraine hasn't fallen to Russia. Uh, you, you, again, have you have pride overseas. You got a guy who organized the distribution of the vaccinations in an orderly way where everyone in this country got vaccine. The, the economy now is starting to move forward. Jobs have gone up. The, the amount of jobs that uh, we were, people are employed. There is a lot of good signs. Yeah, there's some shit going on. But I think the shit would have really hit the fan if we stayed on the track we were going. So you can look at it any way you want. You can disagree with me. What we ended up with out of Trump, which is the biggest travesty, is a fucking Supreme Court that's completely out of touch with our country. They're going to they're gonna turn back all kinds of stuff. And we're stuck. Now, if I was uh, Joe Biden, I, I would appoint 15 more uh, uh, um, uh, Supreme Court justices that have half a fucking brain, and that would be the end of it. But uh, no one's willing to do that. But, I love uh, you, Howard. You give me hope, man. I swear yeah. to God, you had a yeah. correct impact on the election. I mean, is Joe Biden the best president ever? No, but he's running it, with, and he's not being a harsh human being. He's not screaming about people. He's not, he, he's not carrying on about uh, they're going to put sunshine into your... Uh, into your veins to get rid of COVID and COVID doesn't exist. It's not crazy talk. Uh, you know, what can I tell you? And, uh, and this Herschel Walker, I mean, listen, uh, Brian Kemp, uh, who's a Republican, won for governor in uh, Georgia, which means there's a lot of Republicans, but they were not willing to vote for Herschel Walker. That's why he didn't walk away with it. At some point, you got to say, come on, I believe in this country. You can't take a guy who's that out of it. Make him a senator. I don't care what you believe. Oh, Dr. Oz lost, too. Dr. Oz lost. Listen. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, my. By the way, a lot of fans wrote in. They love the Herschel Walker game. They say that's what tipped the election, Robin. When you were playing <laughs> the Herschel Walker game, they said um, uh, Robin had to determine if Herschel Walker was saying something or uh, a whack packer. And she couldn't get them all right, which shows you this is crazy. No, there were some things that I was sure were whack pack 
and they turned out to be Herschel Walker. My daughter Emily called me and said she was able to determine which was Whack Pack and which was Herschel Walker. Really? She, said she did a little better than you, but not much better. A little better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, um, here's some fans saying, you know, that game was hard when even Robin didn't do well on it. She's usually a quiz genius. Who knew Bigfoot was more coherent than Herschel Walker? <laughs> Uh, if uh, this Herschel or Whack Pack game is scary but funny, you legitimately can't guess who said what. The only question that remains is how is Herschel Walker not a Whack Packer yet? Well, now he is. Um, That's you know, the election a, he won. He's in the Whack Pack. All right. Who said this during school shootings? Was it Herschel Walker or a Whack Pack? You know, Kane killed Abel. You know, and that's a problem that we have. And I said, what we need to do is look into how we can stop those things. They talked about doing a disinformation and about getting a department that could look at, at this. They're looking at their social media. What about doing that? Who is that? A whack Packer or Herschel Walker? That's Herschel Walker. You've heard this one before. So have I. I, heard I that. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it's still worth mentioning. <laughs> it's still incoherent. It's still crazy. Because <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. Where is that clip? Damn it. I can't find it. Oh, here it is. I'll play it just so I can prove. You know, Cain killed Abel. You know, and uh, you know, that's the problem that we have. And I said, what we need to do is look into how we can stop those things. You know, he talked about doing a disinformation. What about getting a department that can look at young men that's looking at uh, women that's looking at uh, just social media? What about doing that? Looking into things like that, and we can mm. stop that that way. There you uh, go. We're going to stop men from looking at women. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. How about we start with Herschel Walker? To that. <laughs> yeah, how about we stop Herschel Walker from looking at women? Hey. Yeah. Hey, Jim, you're on the air. This is Jim in New York. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Kathy Hope. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. I just wanted to let you know, in case you didn't know, uh, Carrie Lake was a local news anchor in the Albany area some 10 years ago. You should put JD on it because, you know, he doesn't have anything better to do. So um, she, she was up here in the <laughs> Albany area for a number of years. So uh, I just thought I'd pass that along. And by the way, F Jackie. All right. Uh, well, yeah, Carrie Anchor. What, I mean, Carrie, Carrie whatever the fuck her name. Carrie Lake was an anchor woman. I know that. Yeah, but he, he's saying she was up in Albany, New York. She's right. now in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, I mean, but like, what am I going to do with that? You can travel in this country and go to yeah. different states. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I don't know what his point. He goes, listen, I'm just telling you, get J.D. on it. Carrie Lake was an anchor woman in Albany. And Ooh. I'm sitting here going, yeah. And what did she like? I thought he was going to say, and she, you know, she fucked a goat right. or something. And then no, <laughs> he goes, uh, yeah, just look that up. I'm going. Well, okay, yeah. Get but JD on it. Well, you already you told us she was on. It. She was. There. I'm going to assign JD to find out if he's telling the truth. I mean, what am I? What? I mean, okay. So she was an anchor woman in Albany. What is? What's his point? Hey, yay. Yeah, she said um, she was going to be reporter's worst freaking nightmare for eight years if she won, and she would reform the media. Carrie Lake. Yeah, if well, that doesn't you scare you. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock journalists up in jail if they say anything about me. What is she going to do to reporters? Is she going to be their worst freaking nightmare, she goes. Why, why? Why? We have a free press. We like the press. We want people looking into you. We want to know if there's corruption. We like Watergate. We like reporters who tell us what's going on. When did this country become so fucking backwards? I'm going to get all the reporters. You mean some guy goes into journalism and you're going to get him? He's trying to make a living? What is he? He's he's your enemy because he doesn't believe in what you're doing? Or he's reporting on what you're doing and holding you and making you honest? Making you accountable, which is what you should be. What does it mean when you're against reporters? In other words, I want to do whatever I want to do, and I don't want any criticism. And I want to be able to tell you what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't you need don't reporters. You don't get to look. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to evaluate what I'm doing. I mean, what, these are crazy people. These are, these are nut jobs. These are not Americans. These are traitors. They don't believe in the American way. They want to lock up the report. They're going to be the worst nightmare to the reporters. At one time, we used to talk about how we had freedom of the press like it was a plus. Yeah, now it's a terrible, the press are horrible people. They're terrible people. They're reporting. And guess what? They don't like, they they report on us and say negative things. Well, fuck you. Yes, they always have. You work for us. That it should be, you should be so special. Yeah, we, you, the press knocks you down so you don't think you're a king. You can't get away with it. I will be the worst nightmare for the First Amendment. Oh, okay, great. You hate the First Amendment. I mean, who votes for this woman? How did she get three votes? Never mind. Never mind she lost the election by a little bit. Should have been a landslide. People say, well, this is a lunatic and let's get rid of her. No, I'm not going to vote. She couldn't. No, she got a nomination somehow. To a party that says uh, the elections are fixed when we lose, and they and when we win, they they're honest. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, they're craziness. willing to accept the rigged yeah. vote if they win. <laughs> if somebody thinks killing a bunch of cops um, during the January sixth insurrection was a bunch of patriots, don't vote for them. They're cops. They're just doing their job, trying to keep people from invading the Capitol. Well, it's the same thing with the police. We like them when they're beating up people who protest what we don't like. Oh, we don't so now like the guys, them when they hold us to credit. The guys are saying Carrie Lake has won or she's what? not lost. I don't know. What, well, what is it? Guys? No, you just I said me- that she's there's no she hasn't conceded the race. It's oh. very close, but she's behind. So what are you guys to, saying? Too close, too close to call. To call. No, too that's close. sad. That's so sad. That's a shame. That it's too close to call. That means somebody buys into her saying, "I'm going to be the worst enemy of the of the press." Not only that, Howard, mm. it means that uh, about half the state. What state is she in again? <laughs> Arizona. Yeah, uh, you know, I used to have this fantasy when I was a kid that one day I would live in Arizona. I don't know why. I never had been to Arizona, but. I guess maybe from watching westerns and stuff, I always wanted to live in Arizona. And then when I made a couple of bucks, I used to go there, you know, on vacations and stuff. It was mm-hmm. a lovely place, Arizona. I was like, you know, man, it'd be cool to live in Arizona one day. They got that fucking red clay desert or some shit like that. And it's just very healing, spiritual. And you go on hikes. I like to hike. 
no, I don't want to live there. It's a fucking nut job place. How could you have people who vote for this woman when she says, I'm going to be the worst nightmare? I mean, who, who elected you? Who, who elected you to be the worst light nightmare to the press? How about you do a good job and the press will praise you for it? And maybe some people in the press won't praise you. Who cares? Just but do you'll your be job. doing your job and you'll be, ba- uh, you know, doing a job you're proud of. Yeah. Fucked up, man. This country's getting more and more fucked up. It's just crazy time. I don't know. Call me nuts. I guess I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But Well, hey, I don't get getting we'll giving up democracy. I get that people have different opinions. But to um, just start to try to erode democracy, that's crazy. Yeah, some crazy shit, man. I'll tell you. Well, enough of the politics. We'll see what happens. Uh, some of those hard-to-call races. What can I tell you? Um, oh, you see? You know what that means. Somebody for silliness. That's, yeah. Time for wackiness. When I hear that knock. Who is it? Let's see. Um, oh, look at this. It's Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, uh, and he wants to talk about what happened with the midterms. Go ahead, Mitch. Okay. Hello, you big, disgusting New York hippie. It's me, the Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, the chicken-necked hillbilly cunt from Kentucky. Uh, Senator McConnell, you sound strange. Is everything okay? Yes, sir. Did I ever tell you that I'm gay and love to suck cocks? Well, it's true. Bring it on the dicks. The hairier, the better. They're so tasty. Hmm. Something doesn't sound right about Senator Mitchell. Yes, sir. Yes. Our. Hold on a second. Yes. Look who it is. It's uh, <laughs> It's Senator Mitch yes. McConnell. At the yes, door. Wait a minute. A I thought Senate. we were just talking to him. Robin, no. please. Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. This is. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, the real Mitch McConnell, okay? What happened? Someone clearly cut up my audiobook, okay, in an attempt to slander me and my good name. Oh, boo-hoo. They cut up my audiobook. Look at me crying like a little bitch. I'm not a bitch. You're a bitch. Who the fuck are you? Bitch. Fuck you, bitch. 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 Fuck my ass. Who put you bitch. up to this? Duck Schumer? You son no. of a bitch. Yes, I do sir. not speak like this. All right, all right. Hang bastard. on. You bitch. guys, I think bitch. I understand what's going bitch. on here. Let me explain to the audience. Fucker. All right. Fuck you. Real, Fuck real you. Mitch McConnell, you yes. say something. You say something. Okay, Howard, this is Mitch. This is the real Mitch. Okay. And now, Mitch McConnell audiobook, you speak. Hello, Howard. This is Mitch. In 1952, I fucked my cousin. We conceived a melty-faced, strange-looking baby, and we threw it in the Savannah River. Okay, that that is absolutely outrageous. I have never fucked any of my cousins, even the hot ones, okay? Nope. I, I am nope. the real... Fuck you. Bitch. Shut up. I am fuck the real you. Mitch McConnell, and I want to remind people, okay, the midterms are still in play. It may take several days or even weeks to tally the votes. That's all I have oh, to say. I'm the real Mitch McConnell. And I like to remind people that I have a three-inch penis with a long turkey neck-looking testicles and watery egg crop soup-style semen. 
Oh, you know what, you fucking asshole. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you. How about I fuck your neck pussy with my nasty three-inch penis? How about you lick my Kentucky fried cock, you little fucker? Bitch. You're a real tough guy, bitch. bitch. Yeah, shut why don't you say that lips. shit to my face, you shut fucking your asshole? Cunt lips. Shut, 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 shut your cunt lips. Shut, shut, fuck shut you. your fucking fuck face. You. Fuck, you fuck, fuck you. I can speak <laughs> like that too. Fuck, 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 fuck you, you piece of shit. You are one big fucking cunt, bitch, bitch, bitch. Not listen, listen. Hang up on this asshole. You are dirty. All right, guys, guys, we're not you guys. It seems, Robin, what's happening is audio book Mitch McConnell and the real Mitch McConnell are having trouble with each other. They both are yes, fighting sir. one another. I'm not having yeah. trouble. This some asshole cut up my fucking book, okay? <laughs> you're a pussy. You're, you're a, a fucking bitch. And I, when I find you're you, you're going What did you say to me? Excuse me? You're a real jerk-off. You're Fuck a real you. prick. How about that? I'm going to find out. First of all, this is a promotion for my book. I don't even yes, give sir. a shit. So fuck you. I'll tell you what. Bitch. Idiot. I'm not convinced who the real Mitch McConnell is to me. So uh, it's I'll me. Uh, it's me. How get the fucking uh, dust out of your sawdust out of your ears? Nope. That's it. Nope. Excuse me. Fuck nope. you. Fuck nope. you. Fuck you. Nope. Jive ass turkey. All right, guys. We're it's never going to get to the bottom of this. Will. So I'm going to shut your fucking cunt. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> wow. Did you hear what uh, audiobook McConnell said? He said that Senator McConnell has watery egg drop soup semen. Yes, and and, and that's three the stuff. Inch. He wanted three to, inch. he a three inch penis, but he also called Mitch's neck a neck vagina, a neck vagina, like you could fuck <laughs> his neck. So uh, I want clarification. I'm gonna I'm gonna open the door and see if uh, audiobook Mitch McConnell is still there, and see if he could repeat that line uh, about <laughs> the turkey neck uh, vagina thing. Let me let me see. Yeah. Yes, sir. Do you do? Can you repeat uh, the line you said about uh, watery egg drop, egg drop soup semen? Yes. No. Go ahead. I'm the real Mitch McConnell, and I like to remind people that I have a three-inch penis with long turkey neck-looking testicles and watery <laughs> egg drop soup style semen. And what did you say, Robin? I was intrigued by what you said about. Um, the Mitch McConnell's. Your own neck, really. Your own neck, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. How about I fuck your neck pussy with my nasty three-inch penis? <laughs> yeah, that was the line. Yes. Thank neck you. Pussy. Yeah. Neck pussy. Okay. Yeah, yes. yeah. Neck, neck pussy. That's good. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Um, let me see if uh, what's his name is still there. The real Mitch McConnell. Fuck and you. Audio book is. Fuck Audio you. <laughs> audiobook is uh, beating your ass, uh, Senator. Bitch. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck He's not you. here. Fuck you. Oh. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck, 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 a neck pussy. I don't even know what that is. That's yes. ridiculous. Secondly, my semen, uh, not to really get graphic, but it's not the egg drop soup, okay? It's more of a chunky uh, tapioca. Whoever this fucking <laughs> asshole is. Nope. It, you fuck, no, yes, you yes, son sir. of a bitch. No. Yes. No, no. no. Yes, no. you yes. fucking asshole. Yes. No. You're a real <laughs> stupid son of a bitch. And meaty. Is this George Soros? Who the fuck meaty. is this? 
My dick is big and meaty. Well, that I agree with. My dick is big and meaty. Party on your face. A what? My dick Wait, say is that big and meaty. Yeah. How about a full-blown bukkake party on your face? I, I don't know what that is. I don't All know what right. bukkake right. is. <laughs> I like that. I like those two I like arguing Mitch with each other. Arguing with himself, yes. Yeah. You know, like the, his cut-up book. It, nobody's doing humor like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go to Mikey in Ohio. Go ahead, Mikey. One second, Howard. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. What up? Hey, I just wanted to compliment hey, you on the Conan O'Brien interview yesterday. Uh, How yeah, about that Coney? Conan O'Brien. I love the guy. I called him. Uh, I spoke to him yesterday. And uh, we had a regular love fest. Love that guy. Great guest. Yeah, he actually kind of connected with me there for a minute when he was talking about his first time he saw boobs. Because, uh... Yeah. My dad and my uncle kind of took me to see American Pie when I was seven years old. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. The, the funny thing is he told my parents or my mom that I was seeing Stuart Little. So as a seven-year-old, <laughs> it was quite the experience. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. I don't know what I can't explain my father. My my father never, you know, I mean, my family would go to movies. We go to Radio City Music Hall as a family with my sister and my mother. But there, I, I th there was every once in a while, I think my mother yelled at my father and said, you've got to do something with your son. And it happened like once a year, he took me to work. It wasn't his idea. It was my mother's idea. I guess she she had to know something was wrong between me and my father, that we had no relationship. So somehow she pushed him into taking me. I never asked, but um, he took me and he was miserable. My father was fucking miserable taking me to his work. It just was his, it was his worst nightmare. Because when he'd come home, he'd, he'd sit, he'd sit down at the table with me and my mother would go, well, how'd it go? Uh, I mean, he went and he, um, he didn't even know, uh, he was on the subway. He doesn't even know how to read a newspaper. <laughs> you know, it was just criticism. And then, and then like, I remember he'd throw me in a room. My father had a recording studio, so he'd throw me in a room. And tell me to sit there and watch. But, uh, like, he didn't introduce me to anyone. He didn't talk anyone. to you. He didn't no. say, look, didn't... here's the board. Here's, you know, whatever. No, and I was seeing really exciting stuff. I was watching one of the engineers record a, a, a cartoon session for Tennessee Tuxedo with Don Adams mm -hmm. and, and Larry Storch and some of the biggest names in cartoons and comedians. and But, like, he wouldn't say, hey, here's my son. Or he wouldn't even say, he wouldn't even explain to me what was going on. He goes, let's go in there. <laughs> Sit there and be quiet and don't, don't annoy anyone. And I was like, well, why am I even here? But I mean, it was fascinating to watch. I was so, yeah. I just like, I was like, oh, I would love to be one of these guys. They look like they're having so much fun. I remember Don Adams, who played, ten, uh, who played Tennessee Tuxedo, but was Maxwell Smart. He he was standing there laughing with Larry Storch, and they were cracking each other up. And they were so professional when they stood behind the microphones. And then the recording studio was attached to a professional radio station, WHOM-FM. And then my father would say, oh, there's a radio station. You didn't and get I, to go in, no tour, nothing. Well, no, he, he put me in front of the glass and let me look at the disc jockey. <laughs> And don't do anything. Just stand here. I'll be back. And then I would just stand there. And then he'd come back and get me. And Did you do anything? I go, no, I didn't do anything. Oh. 
<laughs> it was like that kind of day. And then he would pour it to my mother. Because he would take me at Easter. And they'd always oh. have an, a special Easter lunch laid out. And it was like a, a, a table with egg salad and shrimp salad. And they had it for all their clients, a special Easter spread. And I was like excited. So, you know, I like to eat. So I'd get sure. a plate and I'd make myself. And then, then they'd report back to my mother. All he did, he thinks that we eat like that every day. That's a special occasion. We don't eat like that. Because I made the mistake of telling my father, I said, wow, what a great place you work at. This yeah, yeah. No, we don't eat like this. We'd be bankrupt. It's only for Easter. He thinks we eat like this. Well, yeah, he he's mistaken that my mother would get in. That's right. Because she wanted to get on my father's good side because he's all angry. Right. She didn't want him yelling at her. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, and I'm sitting there like, what the fuck did I do wrong? I went and I enjoyed and I said I enjoyed the meal. at the, the. We don't eat like that every day. I just have a sandwich. That's it. I don't order in a buffet. He thinks you have a buffet every day. That's right. We don't. <laughs> and I'm like, like well, what the fuck is going on here? I'm with maniacs. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here with maniacs. I mean, what, what, why am I getting beaten up? So when I heard Conan telling the story about seeing boobs and stuff, I, my mother, my mother forced me to go to the movies with my father, which is so uncomfortable. I didn't want to be in the car alone with my dad under any circumstances. And we never were alone in the car. And, and that's why I love Bob Grant so much, the radio guy, because my father would put on Bob Grant. I wouldn't have to talk to my father and he didn't have to talk to me. We just would listen to Bob Grant. And that's how, you know, I guess that was my love of radio. I'd be like, thank God for Bob Grant. Yapping yeah, thank away. God for radio. Yeah. Because that keeps the silence from being deafening in this car. Yeah. Oh, my God. My father never talked to me one on one. Ever. Never. He would never say like, well, we're going to the movies. What do you want to see? You know, late night. And um, so we're in the car and my mother must have said, you know, you've got to at least have some relationship with him. Shut up. No, I don't. I have an, I have things to do. So my father chose Barbarella, the movie, with Jane Fonda where she's naked. Even Jane Fonda now talks about that movie. I think she's like, oh, my God, that movie was outrageous. She's the hottest woman on the planet. She's running around naked, titties out. You didn't see titties in the movies back then. It's unheard of. And I'm sitting and watching this sexual movie where she's fucking some dude. And I don't really remember the movie, but I remember Jane Fonda being a goddess. And sitting there next to my father on an R-rated movie. Might even been X-rated or something. I don't even remember. Yeah, but maybe it was R-rated. And I'm just fucking dying inside. Like, like, oh, my God, I know my old man's like getting aroused. Probably Do you think big... he could go to a movie like that with your mom? No. So That's, that's why that's, you yeah. got to go. <laughs> yeah, but I was a little kid. I mean, it was I know, way but inappropriate. He was like, hey, this is yeah. the only opportunity I'm going to get to see this movie everybody's talking about. And the only part of it I sort of remember is that we drove home and it was no, dis I mean, it, there was no, just you saw, couldn't even discuss the movie. Yeah. Like he didn't say to me, 
What did you think of the movie? I, it, it was just like no. Dis- like, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know how I, I fucking function as a human being based on what went on in my life. I mean, it was crazy. Like nobody addressed it. And then when we got home, did my mother ask what we saw or anything? I don't know. I don't remember. I wish oh, I had a it video. Would be great if if um, he lied about what you saw. Oh my god! I can't we, imagine. We, we saw a cartoon. <laughs> Stupid, go along with it. <laughs> or you will never see. Kicked under the table. Oh my God, I remember how uncomfortable. And I'm like, was my father uncomfortable? Did he did he say to himself, 10 minutes into this thing, this is a sex movie and my son shouldn't be here with me? I don't know, man. There's a lot of unanswered questions in my life. And whenever I ask my mother, I go, I go now to, I, I work up the nerve because my mother's impossible to talk to. I'm thinking, I, I took a week off from uh, seeing her, but I got to go back. And um, I'm going to sit. You needed a break? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Last time she beat me up pretty good and told me how no teachers um, ever saw anything uh, exceptional about me. (laughs) After that, I was. And then I got angry. Well, yeah, I was angry. I was like, Mom, I I had to defend myself. I go, Mom, my teachers didn't see anything exceptional from me because I was a fucking mental case from getting beaten every day. And I had no friends. They all moved away. And if any black kid tried to be my friend, they got beaten up. Like, maybe I was a little traumatized. Oh, you never said anything to me? Why didn't you say something? You didn't know my friends all moved away? You didn't? You weren't aware of that? So then, and then she gets upset, and then she starts defending how good a mother she was. Maybe I wasn't the best mother, but I tried very hard. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't want to hear this shit. Just trying to tell you about my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to tell you it, it, when you're when you're criticizing me for not being exceptional in school and how all your friends kids went to Ivy League schools, it may have been because I was a little fucked up. You know, it might have been a little rough for me being the only maybe white you should have asked how I was doing back then. Yeah, like like maybe look into the fact I'm flunking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but if I said to like if I said to my mother, mom. Did you used to force dad to take me to work or like, how did that come about that? I went to see the movie Barbarella with dad. She would get upset and start crying and go, your father loved you very much. (laughs) And she starts creating a story around. And I'm like, okay, she's getting, she's an old woman. I don't want to upset her. You know, she acts like I'm killing her with my words. So you, and, and your father loved you. And cared for you. He didn't know how to show it, but I'm sure. And he, uh, and I, and I tried my best. After all, I did not have a mother, and I did not have a father. But I tried my best. I would read books on how to raise children with Chaim Ganat. Well, I'm not. You should have a word with him if this was what came of it. Well, that's right. That's right. You mean to tell me, I don't know who Chaim Ganad is, but (laughs) this guy's a child psychologist and you were getting advice from him and you fuck, this is what you did. I'm a, I'm a mess. Chaim Ganad or whatever the fuck his name is should be taken off the bookshelves. If he's listening to you. I've only ever heard you say Hyman Gannat. Nobody else was reading. Hyman Gannat was a very <laughs> wise man. Oh, yeah. Where'd you, where'd you learn about him? On the Mike Douglas show. He used to appear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yes. And I read his book. 
And he said, uh, to force your father to go to the movies. <laughs> and for me to ignore the fact that you were getting beaten up every day. <laughs> you know. Really fucking crazy. Really crazy. But, uh, yeah. I'm gonna wanted you to be tortured. By your father. <laughs> torture your children. <laughs> His philosophy was a tortured child is a good child. And look at you. Look how you turned out. Everyone always says that to me. My mother. Look how you turned out. They think I'm mentally all there. I'm insane. And uh, and and uh, you, you look, don't even, even know. You know, the, but the thing is, so were they, Howard, in yeah, their well. way. And mm. you look better than they did. Right. You know, like you're an improvement on the original. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look at you. You know, everyone goes, you've got a job in radio and you're successful. I go, yeah, well, okay, great. But I can't <laughs> function the rest of the day. <laughs> Holy moly. Anyway. Here's a quote from Chaim book. My mother must have had a dyslexia when she read the book because it says, if you want your children to improve, let them overhear the nice things you say about them to others. I don't remember any of that. But um, anyway. She didn't take that one to heart. Yeah. Hey, uh, Paul, you're on the air. This is Paul in Maryland. Oh, sorry. Paul in California. Go ahead. Hey, now. Hey, now, Paul. What up? Hey Hit him now. with the hind. Hit him hey, with the hind. <laughs> I want to know, Howard, because I also have curly Hit hair. hair. Want to know, like, what is your routine? Like, uh, do you put stuff in your hair, or is it just all natural? Oh, what is my hair routine? Well, I tell yes, you sir. what, I'm going through a bit of a hair crisis right now. Actually, I don't mind sharing with you. I um. When I uh, when I wash my hair, I switch shampoos. I got a whole new um, line of uh, products I use. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, and they're pricey, but they're good. I wish I could think of the name. Fuck, I would, I would, I would give them a shout out. Although I don't get any discount. But um, anyway, what it is is I used to use when after I took a shower, I would put a gel in my hair that was alcohol based. And my hair was frizzy, but I kind of liked the look. It looked like I was like a sexy mechanic. You know what I mean? Like I would just sexy mechanic. Yeah. You know, like I'd been working all day and my hair was a little frizzy and it was kind of chunky and, you know. But anyway, I met a guy who says to me, you should not put any alcohol based products in your hair. It frizzes it out and it, it's unhealthy for your hair. So I now use this new product, two different products. You put in one product. It's by the same company. It's a whole hair system. You put it in. You do a couple of drops. You put it in your hair. And then you take this other cream and you put it in. And it restores okay. the curl. This is yeah. not the shampoo. No. These are okay. two products Rob and I use after I get out of the shower. My hair okay. is wet. That's what I'm trying to establish. This is now, out of the shower. Today my hair is alcohol free. Now do you see? There's no frizz. You see how nicely it's laying the curls and everything. Mm -hmm. These are the two new products. Um, yeah. I, I give you the name of the product, but you know, I, I say no free rides. No free rides. I learned that from Gene Simmons. You don't know the name of the product? Um, the name of the product is, hold on, I'm going to get it for you. 
I'm going to tell you what I use. How did but you I got, find out about this product? I, 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 I have a new friend who knows about curly hair. I see. And he told me about it. And he said he, he um, he's from Colombia, this guy. And he says to me, no, 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 you use the wrong thing, darling. I go, really? No, 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 you use, um, you might use the products that I tell you because alcohol dry your hair out. That's why you got all that frizz. So I go, okay, if I got frizz. I'm going to look it up. Let me look at my phone. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I've got many paintings here to scroll through. I just painted a beauty here. Look at this. I got a compliment. You haven't myself. sent me that. You better. Uh, well, maybe there's a reason I haven't. Maybe there's a reason I haven't sent it to you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, here's one I painted. I painted for my daughter, my youngest. My youngest is getting married. Yeah. And uh, she wanted me to paint a little How something for How could that for... be, Howard? I know, my baby, Ashley, getting married. Nice guy. I like the guy she's marrying, Adam. And uh, nice guy. He's good to her. He's so good to her. He's maybe she a little seems so happy. I see pictures every once in a while. And she's always yeah. got this big smile on her face she's so yeah this this guy he treats her like a princess and i always said to her you need a dude who's going to treat you like a princess she is a princess <laughs> yeah I, I go i i don't have the energy to keep treating you like a princess <laughs> oh here's the painting i did robin that you can't see mm-hmm. um, i wonder what that means let's see why because i took a picture of this hair gel uh, well, if you shit. find it later in the show, it's cool. You can just match it. No, we're going to sit here for four hours till I find it. <laughs> this it's an is important entertainment. Howard, can I ask you another question? Yeah, this is high-level entertainment. Me scrolling through my phone. You can, now, if you could see what's on my phone, you'd get a kick out of it. I don't see the picture, and I would tell, I would, I would ask Beth to go upstairs and look for it, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, you don't even know what's doing upstairs. Is, is I, Yoda still? I was thinking about Yoda last uh, night. Is Yoda still Robin. with us? I'm going to tell you my night last night was so fucking bad. Holy shit. I don't even want, I didn't want to come down for breakfast this morning because Beth is nonstop crying. And uh, you know me with crying. I don't know how to console mm, anyone. Yeah. I read a book once where they said if, if a woman is crying, you should like hold her. You should hug her. Right. And um, and Beth said, um, last night Beth was hysterical crying. And she said, oh, I, um, I I wrote to my Aunt Christy to tell her about Yoda. And she said, oh, I wish I was there to hug you. And I said, uh-huh, that's a clue of what I should do. Um, I should hug Beth. So I wait till we sat down on the couch and I went over to hug her. And then she went, I, I don't like to be hugged when I'm... Uh... I said, wait a second. You, you, What do you mean you don't like to be hugged? You just... You said it was so comforting when your aunt said, I wish I was there to hug you. I'm, I'm going to hug you. I, no, I don't <laughs> like to be hugged when I'm inconsolable. I go, oh, but you want to be hugged by your aunt? What about me? <laughs> so I wasn't allowed to hug her. Oh, dear. <laughs> I never know what to do, but uh, what's going on is, hey, Paul, I'll let you go. I, I, when I get the hey, name hey, of the hair stuff, really, I'll really, tell really. you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, no worries. No you don't have any flat Ronnies by any chance, do you? Flat Ronnie? I don't know. Yes, Gary, sir. we got any flat Ronnies? Oh, please. <laughs> Hold on. If we don't, wanna... let's send him the real Ronnie. Yeah, I'll <laughs> send, I'll send him. He's pretty flat at this point. <laughs> Gary, we got any flat Ronnies? 
I have no idea. I'm going to have to look. We got to have name. one laying around. Do me a favor. Come take on, this Bubba guy's take, take Paul's <laughs> number. And if we don't have a flat Ronnie, send him some other piece of junk from my office. Okay. All right. Thank all you. Right. Robert. All right, Love Paul. you, Robin. Bye. Hold on. We've been cleaning out my office. Uh huh. I got so much stuff in there, and um, every time we come up with like some old piece of memorabilia, like there was a big giant picture of me on private parts with Paul Giamatti. Mm. When we're doing the scene, the pig virus uh, teaching me how to say WNBC. So they go, what should we do with this? Should we throw it out? I go, ah, it's too nice. to throw. Send it to Jimmy Kimmel. He'll like it. So Jimmy's getting like about 500 things. Let oh, you keep sending everything Kimmel, to Jimmy? Kimmel. Yeah. And they go, well, don't you think someone would like this? I go, yeah, send it to Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, I don't know anybody else who wants <laughs> this. Who am I going to sell it to? Send it to a Conan O'Brien? I don't know that he wants that shit. It's like the Smithsonian Maybe Institute. Maybe would like it. You didn't hey, think- I may, you know, I didn't think of that. I should consult <laughs> you. I'm telling you, my office is like the Smithsonian of useless shit. It's like crazy the amount of stuff. Although, so that every day they give me 10 items. They go, do you want to throw these out or do you want to keep it? Uh-huh. I haven't thrown out a thing. There was this cool thing. Some guy made a clock with all the characters from the show. And I've had it in my office for years. Some fan sent it to me. And it's so Does fucking it awesome. Does it work? Is it a yeah. real clock? Yeah. It works. It works. And I'm like, that's nice. What do you, where we, I don't want to throw that out. Then they show me something else from private parts. Like, I don't throw that out. They go, well, what do you want us to do with these 3,000 flat Ronnies? I go, can't throw those out. <laughs> so I'm not real good at this. Someone's got to just make these decisions. But if you find one of those flat Ronnies, send them to Paul. I don't know that we have any left. Anyway, um, but I got a lot of useless shit I could send them, if not a flat Ronnie. So, uh, yeah, so last night we uh, we ordered some sushi. And uh, I don't know. I come downstairs. Beth is crying, like crying hysterically. Like, I've never seen her cry like this. I go, what's going on? I know what's going on. It's Yoda. She goes, I think it's Yoda's time. I don't know what to do. He hasn't eaten for two days. He's wasting away. Uh, he has, he's, he's, he has no, he's got no get up and go. But, but then we, then all of a sudden, this is my cat, by the way. Then all of a sudden, uh, unless anyone think Yoda's like, like my father or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. And we're deciding to put him to sleep, you know. Um, but anyway, the, the thing we're going through now is we got to figure out when is his time to die. And uh, all of a sudden I come down, let me see, like like Jesus, I go, let me see what's going on here, like the man of the house. And I I start banging on the table. Yoda sees me, all of a sudden he jumps up on the table, he wants me to pet him. And I go, eh, he's fine, he's, he's doing all right. I'm in complete denial. I don't want him to go. I love this cat so much. I love this cat. He's do, He's the best cat. Why is he the best cat? First of all, he 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 just does nothing wrong. He hangs once in a while. He'll hump uh, my my cat Mushu, and she gets annoyed <laughs> with him. That's about the worst thing he ever does. He doesn't. He never misses his litter box. Just like any guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Every once yeah. in a while, I want to hump you. <laughs> yeah, and which makes no sense because he doesn't have balls, but he loves to get on top of her for some reason, pretend like it's the old days, you know. And and Yoda's like a great cat. And Yoda has a whole backstory. My wife wrote two books about Yoda. They're excellent children books. And it's all about how Yoda came to us. He was supposed to live for three fucking weeks. 
Instead, he stayed with us for 10 years or seven years now. And he, he, he was a miracle. His heart was, he was in heart failure. Every doctor said he's in heart failure. And then he got with us and he got a happy heart. What can I tell you? I don't know how that works, but it worked. But now he's got the cancer. He's got, his lungs aren't working. His, in front of his heart, he has a gigantic tumor. Mm. So now we're just keeping him comfortable. We got him on steroids and things. And even with the steroids are supposed to stimulate his appetite and he's still not eating. And he looks like he's just had it. He's all beat. And we love him. So last night, Beth goes, I think I got to call the vet. I think tomorrow we got to put him to sleep. And then the both of us are crying. Now I'm crying. And I'm not looking forward to this because, number one, my wife's crying all the time. And I started and I go, that's it. We can't have so many cats. We can't keep going through this. this our house is too depressing. It's too depressing. We're sad all the time. I remember before we had cats, we were happy. And uh, she goes, what? You'd want, we, we rescued Yoda. We gave him a good life. You wouldn't want that? I go, yeah, of course I want that. I just can't stand to see you sad. And I can't stand being sad. I hate being sad. And I hate crying in front of veterinarians. <laughs> I hate it. It's, it's embarrassing. Because I cry when I cry, I'm like, <laughs> you you really sob, you boohoo. Yeah, I sob only over cats. I mean, I, I sob, <laughs> and it's embarrassing. Quite frankly, I'm very macho. My reputation is one of being a hard ass. Um, I've cried down in front of multiple vets. Every vet has a story. The, oh yeah, <laughs> Howard Stern's a pussy, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I get crazy from it. So I think what I'm looking at is when I go upstairs after the show, if the show goes to five o'clock tonight, it's only because I don't want to go back up upstairs. I do. And Beth has decided that I am the one who should be there with the vet when the vet puts the cat to sleep. And uh, I got to tell you something. I like being the hero of this story and I like being the macho man and all this shit. But I said to her, I, I really, I said, I think he'd rather look at you than me when he dies. Honestly. And, and now it's like, well, I got to step up and be the man. So I'm going to be the one to sit with the vet and put Yoda to sleep today. And I, so when you went down last night, you looked at Yoda and said, yeah, it's time. I don't fuck because Beth goes, don't you think it's his time? And I go, honey. You know cats. I don't fucking know cats. Well, I need help here. I said, well, let's... Okay, I, I, I don't know. I say to her, I don't know. I don't know if it's his time. It's too painful for me to make that decision. So then uh, then Beth made me call the vet. I called the vet and go... Because she goes, if if you call, he'll take the call. I go, what, 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 what am I, Jesus? Everybody thinks I have special powers because I'm on the radio. So I called and the vet was in the middle of doing calls to his patient, you know, to people. They said, he'll call you back. And Beth looks at me like I'm half a man. I go, what happened? Oh, why didn't, didn't you get, get right, right through to the, the phone? <laughs> yeah, why didn't you get right through to the vet? I go, honey. I, she goes, did you say you were Howard Stern? I go, yes, I said I'm Howard Stern. And the woman who took the phone call seemed to acknowledge that I was Howard. You know, she seemed to know that I was she knew Howard Stern. She knew. She was like, okay, he'll call you. <laughs> And by the way, the vet did call us. And um, he seems to feel, I think, that it's Yoda's, Yoda's number is up. 
So I can't bear looking at Yoda. I, so last night I had a ton of things to do, but what am I, what did I do last night? I sat and I held Yoda, hmm. pet him. I spent, and I go, dude, I can't believe this is my last night with you. This is crazy. You got a fucking rebound, dude. He's just looking at me, eyes all vacant. And I go, you got Yoda, Yoda, my boy. You're my boy. You can't leave. You're, you're my boy. You spent so much time with me and you're a miracle boy and you lived and, and you were supposed to die and you love us and we love you. Is this your last, is this our last time together? Is that what it's going to be? And I, what am I going to do? Go upstairs today after the show and hold Yoda and watch them put a needle in him? What the fuck am I, uh, Herman Goebbels or whatever the fuck that asshole was? I can't, I, I can't bear it. So, cat's Howard. looking at me. He loves me. Oh, hey, Gary, what's up? Uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but may I give you some advice? Because sadly, I literally went through this entire process <clears throat> last Tuesday. Yeah. Oh. And I stepped up <clears throat> and I said I was going to be the man. And then I was really fucking sorry that I stepped up and said I was going to be the man. But I just knew that Mary couldn't take it. She was just sobbing. Yeah, I know. Well, listen, Gary, I'm doing it. I've done this. I've done this three times already by, by, by myself in the room with the cat. So I would tell you that what ended up happening was I really didn't want Mary to be there because I know how hard she takes it. And so, you know, it's a two shot process. There's a shot. Yes. To like they put them to they, they, they put relax yes. them and then they put relax. them to sleep. Yeah. So Mary stayed for that and said goodbye, but didn't and then left for the really hard part. Right. It seemed to have worked. You know, I don't mean anything by this, Gary, other than it would be easier for me to put you down than my cat. That's how much <laughs> oh, I love this case. No, I gotta tell I'm you, sorry, I, Robin. I, Robin, I don't mean to uh, offend that anyone. Was bad. Yeah, no, yeah I, Gary, please, no offense. No, I understand that, quite honestly. <laughs> no, I'm and joking. Then, it wouldn't but, be but that easy it. to put you down. It would be hard. But, it would be hard. Just, it would be hard to, would, to put. Who would stay with Gary, me or you? You, Robin. <laughs> I'm not staying. The last thing I'm going to see is Robin. <laughs> yeah, laughing Robin you. laughing at you. No. <laughs> but in all seriousness, uh, uh, Gary, you're right. I'm sorry you had to yeah. go. I know you went through it. Uh, Gary wrote a note to my wife. But uh, Was it your cat? But it was a Norser no. animal cat, yeah. It was Norse Norse animal league, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Gary's a cat. How how long did that cat live, Gary? <clears throat> uh thirteen years. Which is yep. not that old, right? Well, you know what? Some cats can live as long as twenty two years, <clears throat> something crazy like that. But um but thirteen seems to be the uh you know. In the, the general area, yeah. yeah. I will tell you, the the thing that kept ringing in my head, because we were really, you know, struggling over this decision. You're like, you're going to take a life. It's a fucking hard decision to make. And, you know, Sam Simon was such a huge uh, animal advocate, and he told me this so many times, especially when Murphy was really sick. He said, better to put a pet down a week early than a day late, because you're only keeping them alive for you, not for them. <clears throat> That's, he's so right. Absolutely right, yes. Yeah, so yeah. I know that. I know Yoda's suffering. Yoda loves his meals, and he's not getting his meals. He can't eat. He, he goes over to the bowl, he looks at it, and then he just walks away. He just walks away? Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. So I got to, after the show today, I'm going to have to go deal with that. And I tell you, I can't take any more sadness. Ay. And I went death prize. I have two 14-year-old cats. And every Good day, luck. I'm like, I'm so glad you're here and you're healthy. Good luck with that. I tell you, I'm not good with this stuff. People can come and go, but I'm not a cat. Oy, that makes me so sad. 
Well, I have that same thing. I can't stand to see an animal be tortured in a movie. Me I too. Would rather you can beat a guy to death, you know, do whatever you want to the people, but not the animals. It kills me. Well, nah, well, I got to go deal with that, and I am not like usually. I can't wait to get off the air, but today I'm going to be. Doing a marathon gonna, session. I have to leave, Howard. You no, you got to stay. You're going to be here till. You're going to be here till four o'clock. Hey, speaking of you, what? I was thinking again about you all day. I said to uh, Beth, "Well, it's day seven for Robin." She goes, "Day seven of what?" I go, "Day seven. She's claimed she's not you eating." You might put me down. I go to my food. Oh. I smell it and walk away. Wow. <laughs> Are you? Did you eat yesterday? No, I'm on day eight now. Oh, look at you. <laughs> you're nuts. I really think you're nuts. I really do. You know do. what? I was laughing this morning because yeah. every once in a while you pop into my head while I'm, you know, planning whatever. And I woke up this morning and I'm getting ready for work. And, you know, I always have like news on and a commercial comes on with some catchy music and I start dancing. Hmm. And I'm like, look at me. I'm on day eight and I'm dancing. Howard's not dancing. <laughs> you ever go to a mental you institution? Dance. You ever go to a mental institution? They dance all day in there. They don't stop dancing. I mean, uh, you know, I'd admire you if you were at least protesting something, you know, if you were protesting the election. Oh, but, oh um, I have to not eat because. That's right. You need a reason. I mean, no, no so Robin's no. on. You know what? Because you can't stop when you want to if you're protesting something. So That's a yesterday, thing to do. you don't feel weak at all. You honestly, no, you don't feel dancing. dizzy. I don't even believe you. I don't believe I you. I was dancing around the bathroom. I was laughing at myself. You haven't eaten for eight days and you're dancing. Okay. That's right. Good for you. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I'm not bringing it up ever again. <laughs> when you're day 50, uh, day 50, you're going to tell them. I mean, I'm not do doing you think day 50. I've already decided I'm doing till 10. Wow. Ten days of no eating. Yeah. <laughs> Nuts. I'm dancing. I wasn't dancing when I was eating. You're hallucinating when you're not and eating. This was like spontaneous. Like I wow. heard a catchy tune and I started dancing. I was like, look at me. What do you guys? Th I don't know who's around, but <laughs> do you think like our body now is so hungry it's eating her brain and she's losing it? <laughs> I mean, what's Dr. going Nell on? said it was eating my tits. Now it's eating mm. my <laughs> What's are we have? Where is Dr. Now? I mean, Dr. Now. I mean, it's crazy. We're gonna, to, you, you're going to have to put you down. That's it. You don't want to eat. It's your time. <laughs> you get it. That's it. Call don't the you vet. think that, Dr. Now, don't you think this uh, seriously, don't you think this is a kind of a. Like they, here's the thing I know about Robin. I love Robin, and I don't mean this in yeah. a disparaging way. But when it's come to eating, and especially elimination, she's got this thing with toxins in her body and shit. You don't think your butt? What do you think shit yeah. is? It's she's it, got this thing. It, I'm talking food. to Doctor now. You now. Eat food, it come out your ass. That's, That's what the shit food is. You can't use. <laughs> it's new. What is it, Doctor? Now, would you address the camera and say what's wrong with Robin? <laughs> 
The problem with Robin is she needs psychotherapy. She's running <laughs> from problem by trying to find new age thing to do, but she's gonna be lost like the little girl that's still lost inside her. I hope she find the help, but it's uh, not looking too good. he's closing the book on me right now there's more shit coming out your mouth than coming out your ass (laughs) you talk a lot of crap when's the last time you took a shit by the way now that you haven't eaten for eight days this morning you shat this morning yes it doesn't look like shit what does it look like so you have it looks like a Watery, mucusy, kind of gelatinous. And you you love that. You know what, Robin? No, it's just like, well, what the heck is that? Yeah, Yeah, I'm glad it's out. Robin, and I know how Robin's brain thinks. She takes a look at that. She's (laughs) melting. Coming out your ass. Here's what happens to Robin. Because I know when she was doing the animals, she would evaluate what comes out. And they would evaluate. You know what I thought about? I said, yeah, when I used to take colonics i never saw this bit because it would just go out through a tube and i never saw it but this is now you know me being able to see the whole process and i'm going to tell you what happens this is robin and i'm going to talk behind her back don't listen because i'm talking to the doctor now yeah robin in all seriousness i love robin but she's always looking for the. Why answer. do you have to say I love Robin? Because I'm about to this. say because I'm about to say something that doesn't sound very. Good. Do it. You get to be right. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to be. I got to preface it so I can be real. Right. Do you realize that you can't hold two emotions at the same time? You can't love me and. All right? I, I, I so do love just you. Just don't but, even say that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. When she looks in that bowl. And she sees mucusy looking stuff. She thinks she, in other words, she thinks she just eliminated a problem. You know what I mean? Like some I think kind she of just shit out her liver. That's what that is. It's her your intestine liquefy. <laughs> you think what her liver is liquefy? Yeah, yeah, I think he's a, it's just shit out of kidney. Then there, that's mucus. That's your organs. <laughs> Now I have to say you are a riot. You're going to be laughing when you're six feet under. (laughs) (laughs) Remember the rash I told you I had on my face? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Shut up, doctor. Now I'm not talking to you. (laughs) It's gone. It's really disappeared when I started fasting. I believe, and this is my thought, you don't have to agree with it. I know you don't agree with it. I think if you ate normal, three meals. I normal. I'm going to say it like Dr. Now. Three meal a day. Three meal. <laughs> 1,200 what, calories. What, how many calories? 1,200 But calories. maybe for you, you go to McDonald's, just 3,000 at this stage. <laughs> I think if you ate just a nice diet, regular diet. I was skin, eating when the rash happened, and it would yeah, not go away. You weren't, eating, you weren't eating the right things. That's the problem. Uh, uh, it was doctor, food. It was whole food. Dr. Ralph Sorella is on the phone. Go ahead, doctor. Uh, Robin, I'm sorry, but Howard, I have to say, I think you have a right to be concerned. I recently had dinner with Robin when she's doing all this. And Robin, what did you have to eat? Like you had like a salad and like three shrimp. The next day, she was in a lot of pain from actual food. Oh, stop it, Ralph. 
Robin. You're so Dion. silly. Weren't you, weren't what you the you one who was sick? No. Robin. What do you? Oh, he's always sick. I'm always sick. Don't, don't <laughs> he really is. Every time I call him, he's like, <laughs> and, oh, and I've he's got a eating stomach normal ache. food. No, right. Every well, time. But what are you back. saying? Robin had food and... Um, it was and too much food. The food was really good at that restaurant. And I right. overate a bit. Perfect. And that's all I was saying. Yeah. Dude, 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 listen to me. She had a salad and like a crab cake. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that was too much food. <laughs> Doctor, now, what do you think of the food that Rob is eating crab cake? I think that's good. You have a little bit of seafood, there's protein, you get a little bit of all, but it's just small. You do it's three, four, it's, 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 it's calorie. That's good. What that is, it's food. You eat some food. You can't eat no food. That's no good. Just listen right. to Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. Sounds like you're gonna Ralph. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What are anyway, you eating? <laughs> anyway, uh, listen. I wish you a lot of luck. I, I mean, I don't like what luck. you're doing. Yeah, I don't like what yeah. you're doing. I I like you're that so you have silly. more energy. You're you want to? So hey, you want to skip a meal here and there? I get it. My wife does that. But uh, you, 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 eight days with no food. I don't know who is. I don't know who your guru is. Mingly, uh, you're looking at Mingly. <laughs> she is. She's you're getting advice from a guru. guru. No, no. Yeah, you I, get it. You find mentors, doctor. Now, excuse me. You're gonna I be make... guru if you keep doing what you're <laughs> doing, and you're gonna be worm goo. <laughs> you're gonna be worm goo. Doctor, now is right. Uh, no, look, seriously. Who is advising you? I make my you? own decisions. Nobody oh, is don't. advising me to do this. No, you, not where one did you person. learn about fasting? I read. I read everything. Right what now, did you, you, know, read? you and Conan were talking about reading before you go to sleep, and <laughs> yeah, Conan well. is talking about you know something. I I just I was pouring what do you over read? the viral gut. The viral gut what? is what you read. <laughs> <laughs> You're reading. What, what doctor? Now. They say, what you're reading, the viral gut. You get sloppy shits. That's your body's way of saying, I'm hungry. Feed me. What is this viral gut? I have a Let book to read. To, uh, it's the 1,200-calorie diet. But the viral gut is not about fasting. It's about improving right. your microbiome. You're a viral nut. Thank you, thank you. Gary in California, what is on your mind? Uh, hey now. Hey now. Howard. I'm, uh, on, uh, I'm kind of on Robin's hey side here. I'm, uh, like 71 years old. All right. Uh, this fast, I fasted for 48 days. Okay. Why is your phone so bad? You must be weak from not eating. This is, That's I right. Hey, just you phone. The He's phone. so hungry. He's eating the phone. That's right, Dr. Now. Uh, Gary, it's hard to understand you, but I believe you just said you, you are fasting for 48 days. I fasted for 48 days. This was 20 years ago. I'm 71 years old now. Okay. Right. But I know that our intestinal tract, when you eat every single day, okay, there's a buildup just like in pipes. Okay. Oh, and stop so it. stop it. My father ate habit. every day, three meals a day. The guy lived to 99 years old. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, no, no. I, l listen, I, I may be full of shit. Okay. But I'm just telling you that, and I was very spiritual back then, where I'm not anymore. And uh, I beat Jesus by a week. 
Okay, as far as... Let me that, ask you something. When you fasted for 48 days, did you ever accomplish what Robin did to get mucus out of your asshole? <laughs> no, She's always actually, the best at it, I, I got to admit. I, actually, I I pooped on like the, uh, the 40th day. And it was, yeah. yeah, it was like a crayon. Wow. Congratulations. You delivered a crayon. <laughs> yeah. You gave birth to a crayon. <laughs> yeah, and here's the thing. I don't do anything like that anymore, all right? Right. But I do believe in fasting once a week can't hurt to let your intestinal tract have a little bit of breathing room. So, Robin, right. I'm right with you on that. Okay? Love you dearly. All right. Thank hey, you. Go, I, I, go buy a coloring book with your crayon shit and get lost. <laughs> you want to sound like this weirdo. That's what you sound like, a crazy person. <laughs> didn't, eat, didn't, didn't eat for 48 days. Bait Jesus. What is this? Well, he's guy, still you know, here. He did that I, years ago. I thought I was still hard here. to understand. This guy's crazy. Uh, here's the book, Rob. I think the book is called The Antiviral Gut. That's right. The Antiviral Tac Gut. Tackling Pathogens from the Inside Out by Robin Chutkan, MD. Yes. You know Robin Chutkan? Okay, listen. I whatever, know that uh, guy. He's an asshole. It's a woman. You, I know. <laughs> yeah, she's an asshole. He's, he's trying to be she's funny. She's an he asshole. Know <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, uh, Dr. Now, and thank you. Hey, uh, eat right. something. The scale don't lie. People do. You, you eat something. Please. Please. What is that? The scale don't lie. People do. The scale doesn't. The people are full of shit, but you get on the scale and tell you the <laughs> hey, Chris, thing. I mean, uh, Dr. Now, yes. be Chris for a minute. I'm yes. just trying to talk to somebody. who. Don't you yeah. think it's kooky what Robin's doing? I'm worried about her. Um, yeah, it, it, it is. I'm, I'm worried about you too. Like there's intermittent fasting, but there, this is, this is not that. This is like days Go and days ahead and, and days. do what you always do. Agree with Howard. Well, no, Robin, really I, mean, I, I love that you're, you're concerned about your health, but this is, this is, this is not, it can't be good for you. You, it you can't don't be. think I've read a lot enough to feel comfortable doing this and I've worked <laughs> no. my way into it. Well, you're not with me. That's why. And I, I'll tell you from hanging out with Ralph. Ralph is very concerned as well. Ralph is. Wow. Ralph should be concerned about himself. Ralph, well, I, I nobody agree with that. is not concerned about Ralph. Well, that's a good point. I got to go with Robin on that one. <laughs> Ralph eating or no eating, or no eating I'm way. concerned about Ralph. I have been for the last twenty five years, and I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm and I'm not joking. Nonstop are we concerned? Yeah, he told I'm me. Good. I won't repeat it. It's his story to tell. He told me the craziest story I've ever heard from a human being on Saturday. That like I I don't know how he's still alive. I don't I don't know. Yeah. How. Yeah. <laughs> what is this story? It's his story to tell. He went away on vacation and and vacation I don't from what? He's on I, vacation. This he was doesn't years work. and years ago, and I don't even know how he no. got out of the country. <laughs> this fucking <Wow>. wacky. <laughs> All right, I, I don't, you let him tell the story on yeah. another day. We got I too know. much to cover. All right, Robin, listen. You I know love what you, you're Robin, doing, really. I know you do. I we all do, do know what I'm we, doing. All right. All right, so I don't have to do a, a sanity check with you, huh? No, don't send anybody mm. to the house. <laughs> well, I was going to pick up the phone yesterday to you-know-who, he who uh, shall not be mentioned. And, uh, well, I'm sure this has gotten uh, back to him. Yeah, well, all right. 
I might call him about you. I'm going to do a double check on this. Well, I'm not answering not your calls this weekend, then. No, you will. I don't want to hear it. I won't answer his, and I won't answer yours. Well, you won't answer my calls because you're going to be laying on the floor unconscious from not eating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I never heard of a thing in eight days, and you're going to go to ten days. Yes. Wow. But why stop at ten? What if you wake up on the tenth day and you feel good? Well, why stop? Because I have other things that, you know, I, I have a life. Howard, and there are other I things know. that I need to do. I fit this stuff into little increments in my life where I'm not doing other mm. things so that I can... Well, you do look good, I gotta be honest. So, uh, that's good. You look clear. Skin looks good. My skin looks great! Yeah. I was All in right. pain. I couldn't, uh... You know, I had this mess on my face. The sides of my mouth were cracking. Everything's fine now. Why mm. would it get better while I'm fasting if fasting's so bad? I'll keep my mouth shut. I said my piece. I have a cracker. Let me see you eat a you cracker. You remember? Right I was eating when I fell at the door of Target. Yeah, it, it's uh, been very between Yoda and Robin. I'm very, very busy with uh, <laughs> worry. Well, anyway, Robin, um, good for you. You're always triumphant. You, uh, so I know you will be okay. Ah. <sighs> Let's go to Catherine, and then I'm going to take a break. And then we got a lot of stuff to get to. Go ahead, Catherine in New Jersey. Hi, Howard. Good morning. Um, I just morning. I wanted to kind of springboard off of what you were talking about with Yoda. Um, I adopted a hospice foster years ago, and she was not supposed to. I mean, it is what it sounds like, a hospice foster. She wound up living for three years. Yeah, so, that um, happens. You know, if we, if we can encourage people, um, I don't even adopt kittens anymore. I mean, they they obviously deserve a home, but I always encourage people to go for the older animals. Um, you know, and people don't want to do that because they're like, oh, they're just going to die. But not necessarily. If you give them well, a loving environment, they thrive. And I think you're my you're kind of that. You're, Catherine, you're my kind of person because my wife and I promote that all the time. First of all. Everybody wants a cute little kitten. Kitten stage lasts right. very quick. It, it's completely over in a couple of weeks because they grow fast. That's number one. Number two, when you adopt an older cat, you're, um, you're, you're, you already know their personality. You know with what they do. You, 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 it's a good thing. And then you feel good too. And absolutely it's the right thing to do. It's a great thing to do. All right, Catherine. Thank one you. One of my 14 yeah. year old cats I got when she was nine. Well, listen, wow, yep. everyone knows you're an angel. There's no doubt. Uh, while I'm fasting, I do do good things. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I'm afraid you're going to get so hungry, you're going to eat one of the cats, and that would be a disaster. All right. That's Thank you, Kathy. horrible. Yeah, I've I could see it happening. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, yeah, Robin's a real cat lover, I got to say. She uh, was way into it back in the day, even before me. They're a fascinating a kind of animal. Yeah, I had a cat, uh, Shira Princess of Power, when my kids were young, and that's when I got yeah. into cats. They're great. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while. I mean, uh, you know the, the love words? boat is making another, another run. run. The, the love, love Exciting for everyone, I think. <laughs> wow, you're good. That's why you win um, Celebrity Jeopardy. You see, you got that recall. I admire that. Oh, here I go. Uh, love. Uh, 
exciting and new. Come aboard. And it was climb aboard. We're, We're expecting, expecting you. I don't know that you <laughs> and love exciting and new come aboard, baby. We're expecting you. Yeah, I know. I'm great. I get it. I get it. Hold on, Robin. I'll be right back. Who's that? William Shatner, how are you? Did you want me to help with your singing, Howard? You're doing pretty good. Go ahead. Love boat. Love. Exciting. And new. Come aboard. We're expecting you. Love, life's sweetest. What? Reward. Oh. No. <laughs> Robin, Don't interrupt, you know Robin. You uh, Robin, oh, we've been God. doing this forever. Listen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she still gets tricked by your delivery. I know, I know. Yeah. You know what else? You know what else I love besides the love boat? Acting. Howard. How about we do a scene together? Uh, what do you I don't say, know. old chap? No, okay. Well, you know what? I could go I back to know. singing. What scene you want to do? I'll do it with you. Go ahead. I'm in a good There's place. so ahead. many scenes. You're such a fan of Star Trek. What? Well, well, there's the big one with uh, Khan. You remember Khan? Oh, Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan from the movies. Oh, yes. I'll do that. All right. What do I play? Oh uh, well, of course you wouldn't play Kirk, so you would play Khan. <laughs> All right, I'll play. I'll, I'll, I'll start. I'll start. This is. A, I'll set the scene a little bit. So we're speaking over communications. Now I, Captain Kirk, I'm on the planet Regula, and Khan is on the starship Reliant, which he stole, by the way. Okay, so Howard, you, you, you're Khan. I remember it, the scene. I know yes. how to do it. Okay, I know. here we go. I saw that movie fifty times with uh, uh, Ricardo Montalban. Are you going to do it in his accent? Or are you going no, to do I'm, something else? I'm going to do my own interpretation okay. of uh, Khan. This is how I would play it. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Khan, you bloodsucker. You're going to have to do your own dirty work now. Do you hear me? Do you? Kirk, you're still alive, old friend. Still old friend. You've managed to kill everyone else. But like a poor marksman, you keep missing the target. Perhaps I no longer need to try, Admiral. You know, Howard, maybe you should do the accent. I mean, I, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> full uh, Get out of here. You're, you're, no, you're missing something, huh? My line, read was, my line read was perfect. Get out of here. How dare you? <laughs> there you go. He doesn't know anything. He overacts. <laughs> I was playing a subdued con.
let's go to uh, uh, Daniel in New York. Go ahead, Daniel. Hi, I just want to let you know that I also did that fasting also, where I was actually on a full liquid diet for over 42 days. I don't want to talk about fasting anymore. Robin's doing it, and that's it. You can live. That's all they're trying to prove. Yeah, right. All right. Enough <laughs> of that. I don't know. I don't understand it. I I, I, I I, don't approve. I don't know why I don't approve, but I don't. But I know she's feeling better, so that's good for me. Um, they, they, it's crazy. I love to eat. I love uh, the sensation of food in my mouth and drinking Even water. Even the and Pope agrees with you. The Pope, he does. The current Pope has said that sex and food are gifts from God. Absolutely. And, and um, yeah, I probably won't be getting sex for a while because Yoda's dying. <laughs> but food I'm going to definitely uh, partake in. And, yeah, I, I, these are things I enjoy. I'm, I'm not into denying myself these things. But, listen, that's how Robin rolls. Well, wait a minute. You know, I had a thought about what it is to be human. And when you think about it, what do you spend your day doing? Me? Everyone. The human condition is that you're constantly trying to satisfy your five senses. Right. It's all masturbation. Oh, stop it. It is. gone off the deep end. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of thought you have when you're not eating. (laughs) Here's what I think. Here's what I think. What? You're into punishing yourself. I don't. Now, I what are you? you yes. I what are you guilty fine. of? What do you feel uh, guilty excuse of? Excuse me. I feel better. So how am I being punished? I don't know. You're into this severe. I don't. I. It's not severe. If I was suffering, I'd eat something. All right. All right. Look, that's it. Enough. You uh. You've made your point, and you're doing it, and that's it. I can't stop you. I can't stop you. Go ahead, Peggy, in Ohio. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hi, Robin. Good morning. Good morning. She's she's barely able to talk. Don't press her. Oh, here we go. (laughs) She's doing fine. Go ahead, Peggy. Um, Would you guys ever consider doing... The Masked Singer. The Masked Singer. Yeah. You know, I don't, wa- I don't watch The Masked Singer. I know Nick is uh, the host, and he put that... I was happy for him that it took off. I'm talking about Nick Cannon because I thought he made a mistake leaving America's Got Talent. I thought he should have stayed with that job till the very end, until they milked that thing for everything it's worth. But uh, he left. He had his convictions. He felt that uh, NBC was trying to control his comedy, etc. And I was like, you know what, let... Just stick with that job. I told him that. I called him. I said, Is stick with that job. Is his really that important? Evidently. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I mean, I, that's what I, I, I tried to say that in the nicest way. I said, Nick, uh, just stay with America's Got Talent. Okay? Right, right. right. Yeah. Calm down <laughs> with that comedy of yours. But anyway, he had his convictions and I admire anyone with convictions. And he said, that's it. I can, I, there's plenty of things I can do. Now that's I think that's the same thing by the guy who quit American Idol said there's plenty of things I can do. <laughs> who but, has um, just quit something that uh I was like, I wonder how Howard feels about that. 
Somebody was decided to leave something, and I can't remember uh, who it is now. I don't know who it is, but I don't feel good about it. <laughs> and uh, but I but uh, so Nick went on to create the show Mass Singer, and uh, it's done very well for him, and, and good for him. I was wrong; he was right. But but that's the comedy um, he had to preserve. <laughs> well, what I what I what I want to say is, but in all due respect, if I go on the Mass Singer, it means it's over. In other words. <laughs> I got oh, no more for career. Who? You. Yeah, for me, not for Nick. I, I mean, uh, it, it, to be the guy who dresses up in a clown costume or an animal costume and sings, I don't even understand the show. The, 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 the so-called celebrities that sit on the panel try to guess that I'm in a costume. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I sing. Watch the I show to a great degree great. either. What? what? I want Robin to do it. Oh, Robin. Well, as soon I, as I sing, they'll know who it is. <laughs> yeah, she's got a very recognizable. No, Robin is too weak to stand in a costume right now. <laughs> or hold yeah. um, But uh, Mass Singer makes Celebrity Wheel of Fortune look like the Oscars. I, uh, I, I think it would be the bottom of the barrel for me. So, no, I wouldn't do it. I would not do Mass Singer. Well, I still got a career. Oh, Mass Singer guys. is something you go on when your things aren't going well for you. You know what I mean? In other words, you need exposure in the worst way. You're like, oh, shit, I used to be big, and now I'm not. So what am I going to do? I'll go on The Masked Singer, and suddenly I like the guys who go, I'll go on The Masked Singer, and things will really turn around for me. Name one person when I'm Masked Singer, and things turned around. So Who's been on that? it's a big zero. <laughs> big ze that's what I mean. I mean, uh, you know, hey, my, my agent just called me. says, listen, things aren't going so well for you. If you go on Masked Singer, everything, the people will, it's a big show, and, and everything's going to turn around in your career. Suddenly, you're going to be acting in movies. Wow. Who's done Masked Singer? I, don't, I know Rudy Giuliani did it. And a lot of I look at were, his career. Right. <laughs> and quite frankly, you know, to go on Mass Singer, and I love Jenny, I, but I don't want to be judged by Jenny McCarthy. I mean, if anything, Jenny should be in the costume, and I should be sitting there judging whether or not it's Jenny <laughs> McCarthy. Uh, you know what I mean? Who's on there, Peggy? Name someone who's on there. Uh, I have no idea, but I just thought you're, how you love to sing that it would be hilarious if Robin dressed I up see. and... All right. All right. Thank you. No more suggestions from you, Peggy. You're banned from making suggestions. Yeah. And we've already commented on the person I was thinking of. It was James Corden who decided oh. he's leaving the Late Late Show or whatever. We're under called. the delusion that we're too important in show business to be on. Mass and we'd Center. like to keep maintain that. that. Yeah. yeah. We, we think we're like a, a celebrity A-list and us A-list don't do it, but. We might be C-list. We're not sure. <laughs> we might not even be on right. any list. Right. We're pretty sure we're not in show business. <laughs> but we like to delude ourselves and think we're too important to be on The Masked Singer. Yeah, James Corden, big mistake leaving that show. Do you think big he'll mistake. ever be heard of again? What's going on? Look, he might not care. He, you know, listen, I'm sure he made a ton of dough. And uh, he's got a, you know, he's into musicals and acting and stuff. So he'll be right. Okay, he thinks but, there's more projects to do. But uh, and he's uh, missing the stage, tripping the light. Fantastic. He should absolutely stay with the show. He's making a huge mistake. My opinion. I think he's going to regret it after three years. And what about that? Uh, Noah guy who's leaving uh, the Daily Show. 
Oh, well, that's a huge mistake. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> are you kidding? Look, I don't know in these scenarios whether these guys are forced out and they, you know, a lot of times if a show isn't uh, making it, again, I don't know if the item, I, I don't know what's going on at the Daily Show. I don't know what's going on in James Corden's show. A lot of times they say, look, you've been a, a good soldier. We don't want to go on and say we fired you. Why don't you announce you're leaving? We'll give you the chance to quit. <laughs> yeah. Now, I was never that lucky. No one ever looked at me with any kind Nobody of respect. Nobody took a chance with you. No. People just out and out fired me. They go, we're firing him. <laughs> we don't want him here. We don't care what we, his ratings are. We definitely are. want to fire him. We don't yeah. want him to walk away saying no. he quit. No, no one ever came in and said, listen, Howard, we're going to fire you. But if you want your dignity, why don't you go on and say that you're quitting and you've had enough? I, I like being fired. I, li I like being honest about it. I love when NBC, I mean, I was not happy when NBC fired me, but I love that it's known that NBC fired me. And I loved all the drama that occurred afterwards. Like they made a they they ran a radio announcement by the general manager, John P. Hayes. Like, And I think he even said, hi, I'm general manager, John P. Hayes. I Am I adding the P or did he actually put the P in? I, I don't, don't remember. remember if he said the P. Well, like to me, that's funny. But it was like very, very official. And it was like, this is WNBC's John Hayes, general manager. I am making an official announcement, you know, that Howard Stern's show is no longer going to be continued. And the WNBC family, though, will continue on and give you the same great kinds of entertainment that you've become accustomed to. Uh, lest anyone think Howard Stern works here, he does not. And we are also saying, what What else did he say in that? I mean, it was official. It was like, oh, and we have we have parted ways over creative differences. Yes, yes. Yeah, something like that. And I went, yeah, that's a great, that, yeah, well, that is the truth. Vice President yeah, and General you know Manager. What, Hold on Hayes. a second, Fred. You're, you're, let me, let me, give me one second. Cause you know what the creative difference it. was? You were creative. Uh, that's right. <laughs> all right, now, now play it. <laughs> Now, WNBC Vice President and General Manager, John Hayes. WNBC issued the following press release this afternoon. As of today, Monday, September 30th, WNBC has canceled the Howard Stern program because of conceptual differences that exist between Howard Stern and WNBC management as to the program. I encourage anyone wishing to express an opinion about the cancellation of the Howard Stern program to write to me, John Hayes, General Manager, WNBC, 30 Rockefeller Plaza, New York, New York, 10020. Your comments are welcome. Fuck you! <laughs> Ladies. Look, and then they go into one of those this shitty song. songs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Um, and now an announcement. I like the deep voice guy, too. He comes on very official. Like, I don't think they've ever done that for anyone else. So I'm no. kind of honored. I'm Usually kind of honored. The new guy just shows up. Ladies and gentlemen, we will now hear from general manager Jonathan P. Hayes III. Yes. Hello. My name is John Hayes, general manager of WNBC. We hate Howard Stern. We think he's gross, and we kicked him out. Our long national nightmare is over. And please, if you disagree with our opinion, 
Write me a letter and I'll throw it right in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, where do you yeah, think that's going? What you've just heard is an announcement from General Manager John P. Hi, everybody. WLBC. Little Shaka Khan. I got to listen to the lyrics of this and see if there's any hidden meanings in it. Right. That's what I'm thinking. You don't have no kind of fear inside. I guess that's like their statement against me. They, they're not afraid of me. It's going to be better now that we've changed everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, I'm telling you, they must have... <laughs> what song should we play after the Howard Stern announcement? I mean, I was honored. Thank you. I was uh, honored that uh, WNBC went to like, you know, like my firing. I was number one, so... My firing was very, they had to address it in some way, you know, and well, it was the, the profile, your profile was so high and you were so important at the station. They couldn't just slip another person in there. And now an announcement from general manager of WNBC AM, Jonathan Hayes. Yes. We have fired Howard Stern. Howard is a vile and disgusting human being. <laughs> we will continue to give you great entertainment. We will. We are still wacky. But should you have any concerns, you can write me. My address is Jonathan P. Hayes, 123 Eat Shit Lane. <laughs> Anyone. You, you know, it's funny. You didn't, you know, somebody uh, upstairs had to tell you that it was over. John, his reward was getting to deliver the message to me. <laughs> Anyone who has a problem with this is welcome to both suck my balls and eat my asshole. <laughs> and now Shaka Khan. Hi. <laughs> WNBC, just a big announcement from Jonathan Hayes. Uh, we just saved the human race and got rid of Howard Stern, so let's listen to Shaka Khan. Sing it, honey. We have just slain the hideous beast. WNBC, we just destroyed the enemy, Howard Cern, and now the weather, 36 degrees. It's a cold one out there. But that's okay. why I think John wanted to do the announcement, because he yeah. didn't get to actually tell you. He was thrilled. He was thrilled to make that announcement. Are you kidding? That, was, that guy hated me. That guy fucking Oh, I know he hated me. you, but he didn't get to actually say those words to you. He had to make sure everybody knew I'm firing Howard. Yeah, well, they were afraid I'd beat him up or something because I used to go in his office and ransack it. Oh, that was the best. The day you went yeah. in looking for the list of salaries. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let me see what Imus makes. <laughs> and he pushed me out his door. Oh, it was hysterical. Yeah. My name is John Hayes, and I just fired Howard Stern. You'll be happy to know that NBC now is free of that filth and disgusting radio show and now we get back to the boring shit we always did howard stern has packed up his nose and left howard stern has fallen 32 degrees wnbc chaka khan <laughs> yeah.
enough of that. Yeah. Howard Stern has packed up his uh, gigantic. We we shoved all of this stuff from his office in his gigantic nostrils. <laughs> I've seen enough of that. <laughs> it was yeah, like, get out. Yeah, get out. Career's over. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. So, um, oh, I got a couple of things I want to discuss with you. I told you the sexiest man alive now is Chris Evans. The, uh, there's a, there's I'm also not this thing. It. I'm not getting it. Oh, come on. He's handsome. I, um, he's handsome, but I don't, it just doesn't hit me that way. Very sexy. How could you overlook Harry Styles and go to Chris Evans? Oh, okay. There you go. There's a good one. Yep. Um, New trend on TikTok. I was talking yesterday about this vabbing. Vabbing yeah. is when women take their vaginal juices and, and put them on their neck before a date. And then all the men supposedly will go crazy if uh, they smell their vaginal juice on you. Do you need a so. free drink that badly? Because <laughs> that's what you, really, you seem to get out of it. <laughs> you really want to trick a man like that? Guy wakes up out of his coma. He's like, oh, my God, I just married a woman. happened? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's a pretty disgusting trend. And now here's another wacky trend on TikTok that someone actually wrote in about. It's called crying selfies. A lot of women now are posting photos of themselves crying. And What's uh, that all about? What does that get you? They think it started with model Bella Hadid. Okay. Who was considered, she had a puffy, you know, puffy eyes, red nose, all that shit. She, she was considered very brave by posting a makeup free selfie of her crying. Oh. And people felt, um, that it, this was November 2021. She was praised for her unfiltered vulnerability. Bella Hadid. And, um, she said she wanted to share the photos to show fans that she struggles with anxiety and depression, that they're not alone. And that her life is not perfect. So, like, you can see uh, she's been crying. Her eyes look puffy and stuff. Uh-huh. And so now, now everybody's jumped on the bandwagon? Yeah. So, uh, and some people are trying to get in on this fad without actually crying or without being sad. You can apply makeup a certain way. Tutorials have popped up on TikTok <laughs> to show women how to get the crying look using makeup. And I thought, wow. I, yeah. Yeah. You'll like this. Here's some crying selfie makeup tips. So this one is for the unstable girlies. You know how we look good when we cry? It just comes with the territory. Um, but anyway, if you're not in the mood to cry, here's how to get the look with makeup. Okay, so we want that puffy soft lip, right? We're going in with a soft spoken lip by M Cosmetics, blurring the edges with a brush, and then going back in with a neutral liner. Next, it's really a monochromatic moment. I'm going in with a double-cheeked up palette by Fenty Beauty, over my eyes, under my eyes, on my cheeks, and of course, my nose. Next, we're recreating that glisten right? in our eyes with some liquid glitter on the bottom lash line, and my favorite... So they sell makeup so you can look like you've been crying this is when i want to get off the planet because i know yeah. i don't belong here <laughs> and by the way i've noticed another trend that only hot chicks get praised for not wearing the any makeup bravery. And look. yeah yeah i've seen a lot of uh, let's say not hot chicks who are you know crying nobody pays attention to them no makeup and crying right on the street yeah <laughs> people keep nobody. walking by <laughs> absolutely none of my business <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. 
But uh, that's a big trend. Hey, you know, I was going to... Well, I we wish gotta... that people were doing something to raise the level of the mood of the country. Everybody's just zinking right down into depression and then saying, here's how to look good while you're doing it. Yeah. Fred, you're on in Massachusetts. Good morning, Howard. How are you, sir? Good. I got some makeup on. I look like I've been crying. <laughs> you don't need it. You're a handsome guy. Yeah, Anyways, very vulnerable. Uh, I just got a... I just got a testimonial uh, about the show. If you've got a couple of seconds, uh, I lost my both my parents over the last couple of years. My dad, suddenly my mother, um, cancer, and I'm an only child, so basically I had to watch her pass away. But her and I, we bonded over the show. She laughed. I had serious going when she was in her hospital bed, and she just laughed and laughed. And honestly, if it wasn't for your show mm. and the content that you guys provide... I've been a loyal listener since the BCN days in the early 90s. It's helped me get through uh, a really, really hard time. And I just wanted to say thank you. And honestly, awesome. First of all, let me evaluate your testimonial. You. Thank you. Number one, evaluate. you made me. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna, thank if you don't you, mind, you, Fred, I love you, what you, you had to say. You. First of all, what yep. you're indicating is that your dying mother, well, her only laugh was me. You two sat by the radio like it was... Uh, you know, the, 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 like like I was President Roosevelt giving the fireside chat, and you guys sat yep. there and listened to me, and uh, it sounds like really I was like a um, uh, like a life. Uh, what's that called, Robin? A life raft for your uh, for your mother. Uh, a life you were for me. You were for me as well because I'm an, like I said, I'm an only child. I'm married with with children, but depression sets in, and you, you need a great laugh every now and then. And, the Howard Stern show and everything that you guys have meant to my family and myself. It's just been great. And Thank Robin, you, Fred. I, I love so this. Glad that, I, I am so glad that Robin is still with us, even though she's crazy with her fasting diet. <laughs> um, I, I honestly, when Robin was diagnosed, in, was it 2013, 14? 2012. 2012. Yeah, 20, 2012. I mean, it broke my heart as well. I, I love Robin. I've never met you, but if there was no Robin Quivers, there'd be no Howard Stern show. That's, no, I that's wouldn't say that. I would I, say no, that. I, I think Howard would, too, because I remember Howard back I do agree with that, Fred. Everything you've said is good. And where's my Presidential Medal of Freedom? I Well, you know what I'm, I'm sitting here thinking? That. I'm like, what made his mom laugh? Do you remember something in particular? October, probably. Um, old old clips from Eric Deacta. She loved that little bastard. She loved, <laughs> she loved everything. Sal and Richard you know doing crazy do. stunts. And you know what to do. The, Best call ever. And by the way, Howard, the reason why Sal and Richard licked each other's balls in 07, 06 was they were trying to get one Arthur Stephen Lang on the scale, if you remember correctly. They would just yeah. know how much you weighed. And that's what I it was. I remember that. I don't, it's all a blur to me. All right, Fred. Thank you. Enough testimonial. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. I like the Baba Booey to y'all. I like his testimonial. Makes me look good. Makes me look like I'm a hero. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Well, Conan yesterday said those were the things that were more important to him than Emmy Awards. Conan was good. A lot of people wrote in about Conan. I should uh, mention that uh, some of these, uh, my comedy hero, Conan O'Brien, and my radio hero together. Very nice. Thank you. Oh, Madison from Sirius XM's channel Lithium said that. Oh. I could get her in bed, I think. Uh, she's wild for me. Madison. She went ahead and got married to somebody because she couldn't get you, I think. I was this close to banging her, and uh, she went and got <laughs> married. And um, 
A lot of people found Conan to be grounded at this stage of life. Conan is so refreshing now more than ever. The way he reflects on his career and how at peace he seems to be with it all, especially the NBC stuff. It's admirable. I'd love to hang with Conan for a day. Uh, this says, I love Conan. I love every time he comes on. He's always so real and so funny. And today was no different. His comments about New England, Irish Catholic family dynamics are murdering me with their realness. Conan was awesome as per usual. That John Candy story was so funny and endearing. The story about his announcer, Joel Goddard, was great as well. I always liked that they made him into this degenerate character for bits. Wonder <laughs> if it was payback for the warming up material. That was a great story. Um, people I said, you know, love the Herschel Walker game, Robin, when you played that. Uh, what else did they write in about? They wrote in about, uh, oh, Ronnie's wedding. Ronnie claimed he has a big announcement to make soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, when are we getting that? I don't know exactly when the big announcement is coming. He said he was going to talk to Stephanie about how she wanted to handle it, and now we haven't heard anything. The fans are speculating, Rob, and I bet a okay. hundred bucks. Ronnie already had a chapel wedding in Vegas, and he's waiting for the right time to tell us. Why else would he be so secretive? Uh, here's another one. I don't think Ronnie and Stephanie are married yet, but my gut tells me they set a date. Spill the beans, Ronnie. We need to know what's going on. Uh, Howard, how upset would you be if Ronnie got married and didn't invite you? Oh, I'd be crying so much. <laughs> uh, Howard, you wouldn't go, but you would at least want the invitation letter. It's fine. Whatever Ronnie does, I'm okay with. I ain't leaving my house for that, though. You know. Not the Ronnie wedding. What wedding would get you out of the? I know. Which I mean, one would get you if out I wasn't of the so house. paranoid, <laughs> if I wasn't so paranoid about germs, I would go. I would go. I would go to Vegas. We'd have fun. Okay. We yeah. could play. We could gamble. We could have some fun. And then sit there and like goof on Ronnie. Be the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one more. My theory is that Ronnie is getting older, and he married Stephanie at the courthouse to protect her legally. If he drops dead tomorrow. Makes sense, but a big letdown to the show, if true. Uh, I didn't hear this clip. On the wrap-up show, Gary made a prediction on whether I would attend Ronnie's wedding. Well, oh. uh, you don't have to predict that. I can tell you, about? I'm not going. Yeah. So we, Mary and I talked about this today, and the question was, Mary's like, we'd go, right? I said, yeah, if we were invited, we'd go. She goes, probably in Vegas, right? I said, yeah. And she goes, do you think Howard goes? And the answer is, I don't. He loves Ronnie, mm. but that's a long way to go. I remember... Howard, like, bitching about going to Jason's wedding, which was, like, 20 miles outside of Manhattan. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't, I, I think Howard would want to go, but that's, it's a long way to go. It's also a big crowd. Um, Howard loves Ronnie, but does he love Ronnie enough to go to a party? This isn't, like, a party. This isn't, like, a Jimmy Kimmel dinner. Yeah. This is, like, a fucking no-holds-barred party. This, I bet you this is minimum 200 people. Yeah, I wouldn't go. 200 people? I thought it was special. <laughs> I don't know. Ronnie, you want to make your announcement? I mean, everybody's dying to know. If, you, if you're feeling up to it, maybe you want to come on and make the big announcement. Whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Go ahead. Uh, not really. Not yet. Oh, what? What happened? Did you ask Stephanie? Uh, no, I, I, I didn't get a chance to talk to her yet. Why? You haven't what, seen what you... her since Monday? She just got back. She was in New York. Oh. Oh. Well, okay. I guess we got to wait for the big announcement. Uh. 
Maybe you know, what we do. You're not getting any younger. You got to make these announcements fast. <laughs> is this is this a big enough announcement? Like that the fans would like? Maybe we make it our big cliffhanger at the end of uh, December for people to tune back in. You, at the beginning you of the year. want us to wait until after the new and, year? I mean, do you really care what Ronnie's announcement is? So let's, you know, I that's don't care that different. much. I was no, willing listen, to wait nobody, till today. No, nobody really gives a shit, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> right. What? I mean, and, and I'm you curious. Made, you made you made that pretty clear already. You know that you're not coming. So I'm not going. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm that. not going to Vegas. But I, Gary I mean, didn't I, know the prediction. Gary had to pro- have a prediction. Kind of I thing. would go to Ronnie's wedding if it was a small wedding, and I knew everyone was tested. But Ronnie's not going to do all that. Ronnie's, you know, Ronnie's out and about. He's, He's doing whatever he wants. The big party. He's into the big party. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be too. It wouldn't be if there's a wedding. It's not two hundred people. Believe me. Yeah, but even if it's thirteen people, you won't test them. I don't want to get COVID at your wedding. You no know. reason to die for Ronnie's yeah, wedding. For Ronnie, <laughs> you know, I love Ronnie. He, it's the truth. I do. I had many good years with Ronnie, and I still love him. But I call Ronnie. I text Ronnie. But I'm going to go fucking Vegas unless he's got some other weird like. Is the announcement possibly that Stephanie's pregnant and Ronnie's going to be a new dad? Oh, my God. That would be great. What would you do, Ron? Hey, Ron, you, um, what would you do if Stephanie got pregnant? Uh, that's a good question. (laughs) Never really, I mean, I've thought about it, that's for sure. Um, right. But I mean, we've been doing it for 16 years and it's like, Never happened, so that's obviously. What are you doing? I don't know. He's nervous. Falling down here. <laughs> um, would you uh, Would you pull a Herschel Walker and uh, like drive her no, right to the abortion no, clinic? Give her no, the seven hundred dollar check. No, no. Yeah. Would you write her out a seven hundred dollar check or not? No, no. Here's a coat hanger. <laughs> Here's a coat hanger, a bottle of Pepsi, and watch me punch you in the belly. Obviously, her. Uh, her stuff works that she uses. <laughs> yeah, her birth control is what you're talking yeah, her about. Birth, yeah, her birth control. Yeah, it work, obviously works. It'd be crazy. I mean, Ronnie's either 73. That, either that or my shit's all gone already. <laughs> it's not, wor- it's, not shoot- it's shooting blanks now. I don't know. I'm shooting I don't think dust. so. Um, it'd be weird I mean, to be in 73 and a new dad. Yeah. Look at Tony Randall. I mean, he was. How old 80? was he, wasn't he? 80 something, 80 something when he had his first child. Yeah. You and the baby could share knows. diapers. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd both be crawling. <laughs> <laughs> Man, would you tell her to get an pregnant? abortion? No. 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 Sure. I just say, she careful, she Stephanie, she those stairs it. are slippery. <laughs> She made it pretty clear that uh, she would never do that. Yeah. Wow. Such so much for complaining about his butt stuff. He that's birth control. Now I get why Ronnie likes dicks in his ass, like rubber yeah. dicks in his yeah. ass. He's like, you know what? I can't get her pregnant with that. <laughs> <laughs> we call uh, it butt control. Yeah. Exactly. So when do you think the big announcement's going to be made that you have? Um, I, 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 we, we have to get some stuff straightened out first before I can do that. Wow. Oh, that's sort of cryptic. Yeah. 
I have to learn how to draw a clock first. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ronnie, did, was this a premature thing? That, uh, you know, I don't understand why you all of a sudden said there's an announcement to come if you're not ready for the but announcement. I never really no. said there was, you know, people keep asking me things and I just say, you know, I'll have an answer very soon. That's all, you know. Wow. They just keep asking. Right. They, I don't know why it's such, you know. You know how big celebrities are. So there's a whole. They got to consult with their people. They, you know, they you just can't make a statement. Uh, you know, Ronnie would have to deal. Gary, Gary was really funny. I I gotta say, Gary was really funny. Why? He sent me a, after the show yesterday. He sent me a text message. What do you say? Um, asking me, should something like happen? Uh, he likes to make plans way in advance for his vacations, I guess. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I said, oh, no, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm blocking out some dates for next year. I just want to make sure if there's anything I shouldn't block out. Let me know. All right. Well, it sounds like Ronnie is getting married. That's what, I mean, I can't imagine what's happening here, but, uh, based on my powers of deduction, it sounds like Ronnie's getting married. We've all been hocking him when he's going to marry. He's got a young so girlfriend. So you don't think it's happened yet? You you no. initially said oh, they've already gotten married. So you don't. No, I think if they had already gotten married, what would be to really discuss? So I guess Ronnie wants well, to make sure it could what? be the part. It could be the party of the century. You know, right? Huh? Right. After, after the fact. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The party. Oh, I see. Yeah. The party. All right. So what will you do? Ron if, you're get, if you get married, is everyone from work invited? I mean, what's the cutoff? Obviously, like Benji, you won't invite, but like, who else won't you invite? Oh, uh, see, that's 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 the whole thing with, with that's right. part of it with a fucking wedding. I mean, yeah, I understand you'd cut who, off Benji, who but needs like, who that else? Shit? You who, know, who needs that fucking aggravation? You know, is I realize Benji on or off the list. Come on. I realize Benji's not invited, but like, who else on staff would not be invited? I don't, I don't want to go into that now. So is Benji not on the list? You're you're agreeing with that. <laughs> it doesn't seem like he's fighting it. <laughs> so funny uh -huh. to just say, yeah, Benji's not going in here running. Go, oh, I don't want to go. I really, I, I don't want to go again. I don't. I it's it, it's. It's so fucked up doing that. You know, Ronnie. I hate to say it. You know, uh, I, I, I hate to set you straight, but you're Ronnie, the limo driver. You're acting like you're Ronnie, the president of the United States. All this secrecy and I don't know what to say it's and blah blah. blah. Just fucking royal say it. Wedding. What are you yeah. talking about? I mean, what are I'm, you talking about? I didn't start this, dude. I didn't. You guys bring this shit up to me all the time. You I should mean, be able to answer a simple question: Are you getting no, married? No, I can't answer. Dude, anything, who's going to be an announcement? Yeah, Howard. yeah, I yeah. can't. I can't. You know, we're very worried about British protocols. I mean, look at yeah. this guy. He's like the biggest celebrity I'm like on the Prince planet. Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say. It, I, don't ask me. it would only be a surprise if the wedding doesn't include Stephanie. Come on. What's the big deal? We, we, we have to consult Stephanie. our publicist. We, there's a very, 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 a lot of people involved in it. This is very complicated. I mean, this is the way Ronnie really sees himself as like an important guy. I mean, he can't answer the, questions. He just Sorry, announced man. that even That's if he true. is married, it could be the party of the century. You yeah. know, yep. 2020, you know, uh, two just started and he's ready to throw the party of the century. Yeah, yeah this well, might I mean, be bigger than those I parties mean, you know, he had on his front lawn. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, I haven't had one yeah. of those parties in three years, man. It's over three years. It's you miss. I think I know why he can't say what's happening. I think he's got to decide whether he wants to give the photo rights to People Magazine or us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Rolling Stone has shown interest. It's a it's a whole big deal <laughs> thing if if Jan that's what it is, you know. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I guess you know most celebrities of Ronnie's caliber get paid for those photos, right? Exclusive. I was kidding about Benji, but it seems like you're not. I mean, yeah, is Benji not invited? I didn't say it was a wedding, so why would I say Benji? Saying invited? okay, if you have a wedding, would you leave Benji out? No. Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. Well, I might have a hard time I inviting Perlman. Like I like Benji too, but people I seem to believe him. I break his balls all the time, but and he knows I like him. We talk about mm. personal things. All right, I'm just busting balls. Do you invite like a Wolfie, or do you leave him out of it? See, I don't want to. I don't want to give me a theoretical. Let's say you're getting married. Let's say you're getting all right. If you were getting married, would you invite Wolfie? If I was having a party, I would invite Wolfie. No. I said, if you're getting married, would you invite Wolfie? There's got to be a cutoff line. And that, and All right, that's, so that's a no. Wolfie's and out. That's, that's fine. That's, where, that's why I hate this kind of shit, and that's why... All right, Wolfie's that's out. Why we get it. That's the why the guy he always that's fights why, with? That's Perlman, why, Mike Perlman. You going to invite why, Mike Perlman? That's why we're dis discussing things, <laughs> what, what we're going to do. Man. And it's... it's <laughs> The guy who messed with yeah. your bagel, is yeah. he on the list or off the yeah. list? Yeah, Mike Perlman. <sighs> he fucked with your bagel. I don't have Everyone a, knows. I don't have a list. I don't have a list. Let me ask you something. Uh, forget no the list. list. Forget Stephanie for a minute. You're having a wedding, let's say, okay? Yeah. Do you invite Mike Perlman, who fucked with your bagel and won't admit it? <laughs> well, I know he fucked with it. And he, he'll never admit it. Um... Most likely, yes. Really? What about Blit? Oh, Blit has to be. Blit is really? my, my CIA. He's my guy. My CIA guy, man. Forget it. CIA? Yeah, he oh, handles a, me. Hey, he handles hey. me. <laughs> what? He's my handler. I don't know what he's talking about. Okay. All right. So it sounds Listen, like every, when I, when everyone I, every but Wolfie I, is coming. No, that's not true. That wouldn't be true either. <laughs> You're gonna have Mike Perlman and not Wolfie. I didn't say I would. I didn't say anything. Hey, uh, Wolfie, better brace yourself. You're out. You're not going to Ronnie's wedding. <laughs> He's a troublemaker. Listen, sorry, sorry, Wolfie. Go fuck yourself, Wolfie. You might as well know you're not getting an invite. That's a bummer, dude. That that hurts. You didn't have to say that out on the air like that. I didn't say it, dude. I didn't say anything. No, I, he said you, it. You, you said a lot by not saying anything. That's not cool, dude. Yeah. Okay. Now, not not at all. Yeah, go cry in your soup over there. You're like, you're really crying. Is Chris on or off? Because sometimes you get so angry at Chris. Why Why? Why are you doing this to me? Because this is, this is what I don't want. This is. What he's not having Chris, and he's not having Wolfie. And no, I, get, I bet Chris. you you are. Chris is my BBC guy. Yeah. <laughs> or is that my CAA guy? I, I forget. CIA. No, my CAA. Handler. My NASCAR. Is my handler, My ATM dude. guy. My every week handler. Wolfie, he said yes to everyone but you. 
I know I'm the only one getting cut off the list. I don't understand wow. that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you might as well have Wolfie down, if you're right? having everyone else. Yeah. What about like a Steve Nowicki? Do you have him? Well, he's another one that sent me a thing. <laughs> <laughs> he's what another he one said? that sent me a text message yesterday. <laughs> What'd he say? I don't know if I'm supposed to reveal what he said to me. Oh. oh. Look Did at this. Ronnie secrets? has all kind of secrets. It's yeah. cryptic. Nowicki, Nowicki, am I supposed to reveal that or no? Yeah, it's okay. I mean, not the specifics, but I hit up Ronnie like, hey, I'm planning my wedding for next year. I just wanted to make sure we're not uh, getting married on the same day. Like, we booked the <laughs> venue and everything. And then, you know, uh, so I think that's a great idea. Notice. I think the wedding should be booked on the same day to see who would go where. That would right. be an amazing experiment. No, that's oh, Wolfie, oh, Wolfie that's I guess stupid. you're free to go to Nowicki's wedding yeah, if they put land on the same Wolfie day. At your wedding on that and same of course, day. Of course I would go to Steve's wedding. <laughs> you know, I, li I like what you're saying, John. I, I like the idea of a Ronnie versus Steve Nowicki yeah. wedding. Well, yes, who do you, who, Blit, who do you choose? Ronnie, Ronnie. invites you. Oh, you would Ronnie. go to Ronnie. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Right, right. Well, Wolfie, yeah. you don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah Wolfie, you stay out of this. <laughs> well, Wolfie doesn't even know if he's invited to Steve's wedding. That's right. right. You're trying to yeah. get on a list. I yeah, wonder what Wolfie, Wolfie I wonder cut. why Wolfie isn't going over Ronnie's. I wish you'd be honest, yeah, what, Ronnie. Like, what did Ronnie, why Wolfie? I didn't say anything about anything. Nah, yeah. but you kind of made it clear. You're not, you like, no. Wolfie's a guy you don't know that you'd really that, have. That's him. not true. I didn't, I didn't say anything mm. about anybody. Mm. You know what I love about this with Ronnie's wedding? It's, I'm a big it's fan not, of The Bachelor, and this is like the rose ceremony. Like, who's Ronnie going to give a rose to? Like, which girl's going to get the rose? Wow. So, Steve, when you wrote Ronnie, did Ronnie go, hey, listen, dude, don't worry, you're not invited anyway? Or uh... <laughs> No, he just said thanks, do with about eight U's, and uh, he congratulated me on you know, the wedding date. Right. Mike, mm. my trademark do. <laughs> Yeah, Ronnie Wright texts me all the time, and he always goes, do, D-U-U-U-U. Yeah, do. <laughs> hey, did you watch this week's SEAL team? <laughs> I sure did. I never miss it. Love that TV show, man. It's the best. SEAL team on uh, Paramount. That was, that was pretty fucked up, right? Yeah, it was real <laughs> fucked up. Was that a, is yeah. that the season finale? No, there's a there's oh, another good. one coming the fifteenth, I think, or something like that, or the thirteenth. Yeah. Can't wait. Ronnie and I, I watch a lot of masculine shows. We're dude, very masculine. I want to see the new Sylvester, uh, the new Sylvester Stallone one. What is that? Uh, something on Paramount Plus, also where yeah, I, I, I don't know the what... name of it. Yeah. Yeah. Tulsa King. Who? <laughs> Tulsa King. Yeah, oh, I like when JD tells you the name of something and you still don't know the name. <laughs> he, goes, hey, he goes like this. He goes, he goes, pom, pom, pom. and you're like, what King. the fuck? Salsa, like, Salsa King. King. We're clearing that up, JD. <laughs> I yeah. said it clear enough. You know, you know that's going to be a great show. It's going to be a Salsa I can't King. wait for the yeah. new season of Yellowstone. That's yeah, me neither. What, what's Tulsa King about, Ronnie? Why do you I say it's going to be great? Oh. I don't know. It just looks good. <laughs> the same the same guy who did uh Yellowstone uh created it. It's about a mobster who gets released from jail and he gets assigned uh uh a new post in Oklahoma. So What? Who's like, the right? mafia? What yeah. are you talking yeah, about? Something what, like that. Wait, say it again, what kind of JD. I, I kind of zoned out too. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's like you so explain know, you again really... what it is because I, I I don't you start talking I don't know what the fuck you're talking about honestly. What is the he, new he, Sylvester Stallone show about? He he plays a mobster or like a right. mob like a guy who worked you know like a uh, like. Uh, <laughs> Well, now you don't even know what he did for the mob. Right, give, the give the boy a chance. Give the boy a chance. He's obviously got an. He's obviously got issues. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't so don't, don't jump down his throat. Give him some room to breathe. Go ahead. Take he gets, three. He's like the muscle. He was like the muscle for you know this guy. Like an enforcer. So, yes, an enforcer. Okay. He gets released from. He went to jail. He gets released from jail, and his boss gives him a new assignment. Uh, to enforce things in uh, Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So, well, he so might as well be in the witness protection program. Well, so that, I, that's part of you're the show, saying Sylvester Stallone gets out of jail. He still works for the mob, and the mob needs him to do something in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. Like there's a scene where he's sitting at the table and like he wants a better. He sort of like feels insulted almost by the assignment, but he still has to do it. So. So in other words, he's playing a bad guy. He's still a bad guy. He's a mafia guy, like that kind of thing. Ish. I I, I think yeah. the uh, you oh, know. Oh, I see what this is. Uh, he he might, hasn't explained it quite well. No, no, Robin, <laughs> please don't explain it. I'm having such a good time. Why do you have to explain it? Let's AD. Give the boy Robin, a chance. How did I mess no. up? Now? No, no, no. Sylvester Stallone is he a bad guy, JD? In your opinion, or I is think- he a good guy who's secretly working for the United States government? Oh, that I, I think he's a good guy that does bad things. That's what I, that's what I got from the trailer. Then how are you a good guy? Well, listen, uh, you know, there, there are plenty of movies where, uh, you want, do you watch Barry? Uh, Bill Hader, he's a, he's a hit guy, but he's also a good guy. So it's a Barry, wow. not Barry. Well, I said Barry. 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 Whatever. Okay. Anyway. All right. Here, I'll I'll read the actual synopsis. Oh, New York right. mafia capo Dwight the General Manfredi is released from prison after 25 years and exiled by his boss to set up shop in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> Realizing that his mob family may not have his best interests in mind, Dwight slowly builds a crew. Okay, that's completely different than what J.D. said. Well, listen, right. I, 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 I took the short way with things. I gave the basics. And I didn't go totally to... missed the point. Okay. Oh, I... <laughs> but, uh, J.D., first of all, Sylvester Stallone plays parts. a mafia capo. Yeah. He's a I top a guy. Capo. What's a capo? Capo de tutti capo. Top that's the top guy. of the guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's, a top, he's a top mafia dude. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know that. <laughs> And now I think he's, I'd organi- watch that. he's organizing the mafia in Oklahoma. Yes. Right. Well, it's on your yeah. list. I put it on your list. I knew you'd like And it. you can see where this is going, right, JD? Yes, yes, yes. Where? He's gonna <laughs> it's gonna he's gonna be battling uh his his boss. So how is he a good guy then? Yeah. Well listen, he's trying to do better. <laughs> Goodbye. What's your He's fu- gonna be a your, better mob boss. Your fucking announcement, asshole! Right? No, no. dude. <laughs> I already deflected I, that. <laughs> yeah, you're done deflecting. I love your reviews. They're mostly like, it's about this guy who uh, does something. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. good guy. I love it. I love it. Good bad guy. Yeah. Good guy. Bad good, good, good bad, bad guy. <laughs> I'm gonna say something about JD though. He he. When he writes to me, he's very clear. It's just really? when he has to talk it, it's he has a problem. Yeah. Yes. I'm telling you. Right, JD? Yes, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. 
He knew if he was writing to you, he would get the story right. Yes. Okay. But you, you've done something here, Robin, where you've asked him to talk. Uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is on the phone, wants to speak to J.D. about the new show. He wants to clarify some things. Go ahead, Mr. Stallone. Oh, great. <laughs> All right. Listen, let me explain the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the things on the right. But the always, it was, and the thing was, like, you know, they go all along with the right. But you gotta understand something. So, are, you a good, always, are you a good guy or a bad guy? JD wasn't clear. He says you're a okay, good guy. Let me clear that up. I'll clear it up. The thing about that is that the only followers he feels, all of them with the mafia. But you know, everyone right. is a bad guy. He's a Tulsa. You know what I mean? J.D., uh, I would love to hear you talk to Mr. Stallone. I know he's one of your heroes. Uh, I mean, I, there's, I don't know what else to say. I mean, he's a great actor. Uh, you know, it's uh, the, the series looks great. Um, you still look in great shape. Um, <laughs> well, let me tell you something, J.D. Every time it's yours, it's always it's always uh, Thank you, Mr. Stallone. <laughs> Hey, J.D., as long as I got you here, you want to clean out the computer a little bit and present, make a presentation? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I got to... Yeah, you guys will like this. Wait, J.D.'s got to... What is J.D. presenting? Uh, J.D. is <laughs> presenting baseball blunders. By the way, where are we at in sports anyway, J.D.? What's coming? What's... Uh, the, the baseball's over, right? Baseball's over. We are in uh, the middle of NFL. I think we're still in sort of the beginning of NBA. Um, hockey's going on. Soccer, you know, major soccer, you know, whatever. But, and Wolfie's uh, not going whatever. to the wedding. And Wolfie's not going to the wedding, right? That's it. Wolfie out. Wolfie out. I love it, Wolfie. I love it. You're out. Good for you, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck harsh. Wolfie. Yeah. How does that make fuck you feel, Wolfie? Wolfie. Yeah. I, I don't know what I did to the guy. Like, we talk every morning. Wolfie's a loser. He's not going to Ronnie's wedding. Everyone else is. You talk Wolfie? every morning, yet he calls Blit his handler. Yeah, I mean... I don't understand. I must have. Can I tell you something, Wolfie? And I'm going to make you this promise because I love you. I don't care how Ronnie feels about you. I'm going to talk to Ronnie privately and I'm going to suggest to him that if he's having all these other people, <laughs> he should have you too. Okay. Seriously. I, I'm going to I bat appreciate for you. that. If I'm right. the only guy, I mean, that looks really bad. The only guy <laughs> not to get invited. That, that'd be, that'd be rough. Right. Yeah, I mean, Ronnie, seriously, that's cruel. I mean, you're having everyone, even Benji. I didn't say that. I didn't say I mean, anything. We could FaceTime from the that. wedding and... I can FaceTime Wolfie from the wedding and, you know, we can see what's going on. You're not not helping. JD, that's really nice. When you go to Ronnie's wedding, you're going to FaceTime Wolfie so he can see what's going on. He'll be a part of the gang, you know? He won't be left out. Right. You'll show him the crowd, show him what you're eating, all that stuff. Like, Wolfie will be like a robot head. Like, you know what Wolfie can do? Why don't you just plan your own trip to Vegas and then, like, bump into the guys? During the wedding. Crash Ronnie's wedding. Right. Yeah. Maybe I could like park cars or do something like that. Or go in disguise like a fake mustache and a wig or something. Or even like a flat wolfie can go to the wedding. Uh, You can wear coat check. I work, uh, I did a coat check for one of Howard's parties. You know what what we got to do? If Ronnie's really getting married, I like the idea what you just said. Disguise Wolfie would put on a fake mustache and he can like, he can crash as like one of the waiters or something. Yeah. But like great prosthetics, like, or like, you know, the real deal. Yeah, and then like like at the end of the wedding, 
Wolfie will rip off his prosthetics and start laughing at Ronnie and Steffi and say, I made it in here. Pop out of the wedding cake. I'll tell you who I don't think is going to be invited to Ronnie's wedding. Who? Ronnie, give me the truth. You hate Mike Fox on staff. You're not going to have him. Right? Dude, I didn't. I'm not. I. I'm not will you have Mike about, Fox? I, Mike, will I you be bummed have, out if you're not invited? No list. There's no list. I, so I don't know what you're talking about. Mike, what are you going to feel? I'd be a bit bummed um, because Ronnie <laughs> and I have had some shit on the air. But at the end of the day, I love the guy. I hope he likes me. But, you know. Yeah, you better I, plan an evening with Wolfie. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie, yeah, you can safely say that you're not inviting Mike, right? That's that's a safe thing to say, don't you think? I'm not saying I'm not saying I did this. Yeah. No, I, we. <laughs> He's not inviting Mike Fox. I don't even think you should invite Fox, Ronnie. Fuck you! Oh, you know what? With with FaceTime, with FaceTime, JD could have both you guys on the computer, so that would be nice. Yeah. When well, I was you know what? We'll have a was, robot there. Hold on. When I was talking to Blit, and Blit was trying to, you know, he was kind of drill me about this shit. Um, he was. I was. I said because of him, I probably wouldn't invite my fox. Ah, actually, because Blit's my man, and he hates fox. So, <laughs> <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Are Mike, you fighting? Uh, I no, uh, no, no, uh, Blit, are you no. fighting with Mike Fox? Zero point zero. No, not fighting with him at all. At all. I think we kind of made. Do you it like up. him? Do I like him? I, he's not really a part of my life, so there's no like. There's no <laughs> that's hate. A yes. That's a no. That's a yes. That's a no. Different boy. He's more insignificant. Steve, what about you? Are you uh, Steve? You're having a, a wedding. Are you inviting Mike Fox? I had to make the cut somewhere, and I'm sad oh, to say that Mike did not make the cut. I love you, Mike, but wow. you know, there's only so wow. many invites I can. Uh, well, you chose Blit over Mike. Oh, well, I, I love Blit. Steve in person. He, he, he's all about me. He loves me. He always says like words I say, but you know, I, I guess I'm not good enough for the wedding. It's okay. I, didn't I love Mike Fox. By the way, Mike Fox, when was your wedding that I never got an invite to? So yeah, like, nobody, oh. nobody got fucking invited. But I'm not like I'm not. Like, oh, I got to go to this wedding. I'm kind of like, I had to go through the list. You got to make cuts at some point. I'm, I'm curious, really Steve. Like you're, you're a smart guy. Did you get, you didn't invite Wolfie, did you? I did. Oh. Huh? Wolfie, way to go. Oh, thanks. I know. I'm, I'm excited to go to Steve's wedding. I think that'd be fun. We spent and a I'm lot sure of time Steve, at Wing Ball together. I'm sure, Steve, you have JD. Everybody wants JD there, right? I mean, everyone loves him. <laughs> oh, of course. Got to have JD. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's yeah. great. I'm pretty sure JD wasn't that popular when he went to high school and college. And now he's like he's on everyone's list. He somehow turned yeah. his life around. Now yeah. people are fighting over him. JD's yeah. like the mascot. You have to have him there. Oh, okay. Oh, Wolfie. <laughs> That's all right. It's all right. <laughs> hey, Mike. When did you have your thing. wedding? When did Fox have his wedding? Nobody even knew. Firstly, I will say one of my bosses here, without naming names, was like, I wouldn't invite that many people. And I think he was probably trying to save me the heartache of knowing nobody would come. But, uh, uh, Ronnie, it was in April. I didn't, I swear to God, Ronnie, if you were in New York style, I would have invited you, but I didn't want to. I did also any, didn't, I wait, didn't what, send invites because I don't want gifts. I don't want did gifts. Any, did anybody get invited? Yes. Derek and Mamet came. Uh, oh. an off-air guy came. It was pretty small. Two off-air guys came, actually. It was pretty small. It was pretty small from a Stern crew. And maybe I think I was trying to save my, myself the embarrassment of people saying no. <laughs> How big was the wedding overall, though? How many people overall? It was like 160-something. Oh, it was a lot of people that weren't from yeah. the show. Gary, if I had invited you, would, would you have come? Not after last week. 
Yeah, I, I, was, I was gonna say I heard that uh, that Mike and Gary that got in. Mike and Gary got into a big fight last week, or there was there were words exchanged. There's oh there's some. It, it wasn't a fight. No, it was a fight. I, I let Mike have it. You know, uh, Bruce Springsteen was doing the show, so Mike says, uh, "Hey, Gary, I really like to do a promo for Bruce coming. You're a huge Bruce fan, so he gets me in the studio, and I I you know do this whole thing, and I'm like, hey, I'm excited to have Bruce, and then I I see it comes over, and it's like it's every other word. Mike jumps in to mock me. And it's, it's, it's not a promo. It's a fucking hit job. Uh, and, he, and I was like, what the fuck? I'm not doing this for you anymore. He said, well, he, yeah. you know, he said he warned me in advance. He goes, we're going to have some fun with it. Like, I'm supposed to know having some fun with it means making me look like a dick. Uh, here's what the guys are talking about. Here's Gary promoting Bruce Springsteen and Mike Dickin with him. Here you go. Hey, it's Gary Delabate, Baba Booey. I could not be more excited about the Bruce Springsteen interview. I've been working on this for over 30 years. No joke. I think I called his manager for the first time 30 years ago. Hello, hello. This is Gary Delabate. Can we get Bruce on the show, please? I have my favorite songs that I want, but every fan's going to have something different because the guy's got so many songs. I will take almost anything off the first three records. Even the first five records. I, I am blown away that he's going to come in and he's going to perform. You know, I'm going to play it cool. I'm not going to be one of those people. Slow down, Gary. You know, Slow down. I, I, listen, I've met big celebrities in my life. I've met Mickey Mantle. Oh, you I go name dropping. I've met Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've met Gwyneth Paltrow, and I can contain myself. Mm -hmm. But, you know, inside, I'm going to be out of my fucking mind. All right, everybody. The boss meets the boss. <laughs> One note. I, I just want to say, oh, Gary, I, I understand why it felt vicious. I felt like that was the exact kind of shit like we, that Sour Shoes has done, that the audiobook has done. I thought we were just taking, and to be honest, I made it to be a promo, and the higher-ups heard it and were like, that's not a promo. That could go to fan feedback. <laughs> So I'm, I, I, a bunch of people, Howard, that morning when when we uh, we previewed it, a bunch of people started texting me. Go, what the fuck? Does, did you like do something to Mike Fox? <laughs> uh, well, really look, I, I thought I it was, was fun. Uh, Mike had to do his job. Well, so okay, so what I'm gathering from this discussion, and then I want to get back to JD with uh, all the sports stuff. Yeah, uh, Ronnie is maybe possibly getting married. I feel, Wolfie, to be honest, I don't feel you're going to be invited, but I will go to bat for you off the air and see if I can get you an invite. Um, I'll, you. you could even go instead of me. I'll give up my spot. Uh, oh, that's you know not what I mean? fucking cool. <laughs> I'll send you my invite. Cool. And, uh, yeah. But anyway, so, okay, now I got it. But Benji will be there, and that's good. Okay, all right, I like that. All right. Anyway, uh, getting back to JD. So JD, what do you got for us? I have baseball blunders. These uh, these are basically announcers that sort of had major league baseball announcers that had some uh, mess ups uh, as you you know whatever uh, through the season through the twenty one twenty one season. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's what it is. What? You up. what? Wait a minute. I was hanging in there and then. Wonder Something again. happened. I think what JD's saying is he's got blunders. Baseball announcer blunders during yes. sporting events. Yes. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. So the first right. clip uh, at a Colorado Rockies baseball game in August uh, or 20, 2021, TV mics picked up a fan yelling what many thought was the N word. <laughs> what they thought was the N word. Even this uh, Miami Marlins announcer made mention of it. The fan claimed that he was actually yelling at the Rockies mascot, whose name was Dinger. And you can listen and you can decide what you hear. All right. 
Do you hear dinger or the N-word? Here we go. Yes. Lewis Brinson, multi-hit day for him. Single in the fourth, a two-run double in the fifth inning. Pitch low to Brinson. Three balls, no strikes. I always uh, apologize. Heard some horrible language that uh, doesn't belong anywhere on our broadcasts as far as I'm concerned. Meanwhile, yeah, Dinger. That, keep that on the street. Yeah, where it belongs. <laughs> Dinger is a big purple dinosaur. Okay. And a grown man in the stands was trying to get the purple dinosaur's attention uh, because sports is so fucking dumb sometimes. But uh, anyway, it was a huge controversy for a few days. And then the Rockies had to investigate. And they concluded that the fan was yelling the mascot's name. Now, why are you telling us that? Because if you waited for JD, the whole uh, show will be over. (laughs) Well, the very next JD segment. Uh, listen, I got to help this thing along. I can't spend my life here. I, you know. uh, very, all right. The very next day, ESPN anchor Antonita Collins seemed to say the N-word when she was trying to say dinger during a home run highlight. All right. Here we go again with the N-word. It was the first time Pujols faced the Angels since they cut him in May. His two-run nigger singer in the second inning was a thing of beauty, 418 feet. <laughs> yeah. that was, oh, a real did, deal. was there an yeah. investigation after that well, uh, I, i'm doing my own investigation <laughs> i'm hearing the n-word yeah she wrote on instagram that she said it was dinger uh she said digger by mistake but uh sure let me hear it. let me do my let me conclude my investigation with another listen hold on it was the first time Pujols faced the angel since they cut him in may his two-run nigger singer in the second inning was a thing of mm. beauty 418 feet I say, get rid of that dumb name. What is it? Dinger? Dinger. Dinger. Yeah, get rid of that name so there'll be no more mistakes. Everyone's uh, fumbling over it. And then a couple announcers that season, they got into trouble for making racist remarks. Uh, Detroit Tigers announcer Jack Morris used a fake accent while discussing Japanese player Shoei Otani. <laughs> Jack claimed to be going for an Elmer Fudd impression, not an Asian one. You, you can decide. All right, let's hear it. Racist or Elmer Fudd? Here we go. Well, folks, uh, all right, hold on. Perfect pitch, perfect location, great result. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. You walk him. An intentional walk to Otani. Nice accent. I love very, how very, the guy who yeah. was working with him didn't pick up. He was like, yeah. you walk him. Let's oh, keep he this picked going. Up. Yeah, he Ooh, picked up. He just ignored it. <laughs> so you, uh, very, be, you be very, very careful. Excellent Elmer Fudd impression, by the way. When did Elmer Fudd ever say that? Uh, that, was his, that was his line when he catched yeah. the silly wabbit. Be very, very quiet. Very, Not very, very quiet. Very, very careful. Well, anyway, go ahead. Well, he was getting, like, that was in the middle of the game. So the game is going on. A lot of people heard that, and they were giving him shit online. So a producer must have got to him or something. And a few innings later, he issued this apology on the air. Yeah, he said, me so sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, folks, uh, Shohei Otani is coming to the plate, and uh, it's been brought to my attention, and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community, for what I said about pitching and being careful to uh, Jose or Shohei Otani. I did not intend for any offensive thing, and I apologize if I did certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy and uh, don't blame a pitcher for walking yeah you said that all night long how much you respect his skill <laughs> oh boy <laughs> a lot I, of I'd explaining also, I'd also like to uh, ask uh, Shohei to do an impression of me if he would and <laughs> make things even I, I never meant to offend anyone it's just that uh, the Japanese talk funny and uh, I, I try to show that through my humor that's the problem uh, with social media too. These dudes, they, you know, they, they used to never get called out. Immediately, they know when they've stepped oh. out of line. Yeah. Oh, Those it's crazy. I, yeah, you're watching a game and you see what's going on on social media. They don't know what's going on, so right. you're like waiting for them to be notified, and then all of a sudden, you you see when they got notified. Um, and then last year, a couple of players, some players were mic'd up during last year's All Star game in July. Uh, they were also wearing earpieces. So they could talk to the announcers, the broadcasters during the game. Pitcher, <laughs> pitcher, pitcher, Liam Hendricks. Was one of those. You, how do you say pitcher? Pitcher. Pitcher Liam Hendricks was one of those players, but his earpiece wasn't oh. working. He didn't know his <laughs> mic was on, so he swore freely while he was pitching. Oh, that's what yeah. you. Uh, that's what you heard on air. I see. Good read. Thank you for that, Pitcher. <laughs> Uh, All right. I didn't, that sounds like a cool idea, though, to have people wear microphones and earpieces so they could talk to the uh, play-by-play guys. Yeah, they're they're doing that a lot more now. Uh, they wow. were doing that, you know, in the middle of the game, uh, just talking to a player while they're playing. so. Like, if a guy's coming up at bat, will like the guy go, "Hey, do you think you, you know, the game's resting on your shoulders? Are you nervous?" Well, they usually they have they they haven't done a batter a player like in a real game. They've done it during the All Star game where it's they have this more loose. Um, no, JD, they did do a real game because I was watching the Met game and they were talking to the Met shortstop like while he was while the guy was pitching. No, you know I, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. The, like the guys, the guys, out, the shortstop's in the field. He's waiting for the batter to hit, and they're talking to him, and he's talking to the announcers. Wow, kind of crazy! That that's kind of a good way it's, to jack up the game a bit because it can get dragging. But it's distracting. Oh, yeah. mm. Well, you got to get well, used to it. But anyway, here's the guy cursing. He doesn't know his mic's off, and he curses. We like that. <laughs> Liam is wearing a microphone. I don't know if Liam can hear us. Can you hear us, Liam? No. We'll leave him alone. God damn it! Three and one. It's almost an insult for the way Chris Taylor plays. Unless you can play short. God damn it! Fucking finish it! Two balls and a strike. Yeah, that mic's working all right. I I like that. <laughs> I love Joe. Should we watch a game? Shit, shit, piss, cunt. <laughs> uh, can you hear us? <laughs> it's like he's got Tourette's on the mound. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, and then during Game Three of last year's American League Championship Series, uh, former Yankee Alex Rodriguez was broadcasting live outside of Boston's Fenway Park. And you know these Boston fans—they do not like. 
any Yankees players or old Yankees players. So a bunch of fans gathered around to heckle him. They started chanting things like, fuck you, A-Rod. Uh, this caused the censor to completely cut the audio. You couldn't understand anything he was saying. The crowd also heckled A-Rod with chants of J-Lo, his girlfriend at the time. Well, hey, that ain't a that ain't an insult. He's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> they were probably I'm... complimenting him. Well, actually, right, right. I think it was his ex. Like they were hectic because they had broken up by then. I thought. Oh, oh, I see. And they were that's fucking me. with them. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, so here's Red Sox fans heckling a Rod. Yeah. You get great players, and you can motivate them. You can take them to home. <laughs> Didn't happen. Back almost the same. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking. You know, Pat Riley used to have it. And the thing is, right, 6-0, he puts on a hit and run. That's <laughs> Oh, wow. Bring the And then, boom, six runs, Schwarber Grand Slam. I mean, they have to look up and say, boys, 9-0. All the pressure's on you. There's no pressure on the pitcher, Rodriguez. But to think about it, three games, one, two, three. Not one pitcher has pitched more than three innings. That's a problem. You can't win that way. Now you're going to break who hasn't pitched at all. Actually, there's some trouble. I'm going to go back in the time. Wow. <laughs> I, can By get, the way, I guess he can give up on that broadcasting career. That's what our show used to sound like on terrestrial radio, right? Like when uh, <laughs> they used to hit the delay button all the time. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and then for game four, the same series, the sensor tried lowering the level of the background noise. It didn't work. You could still hear chants of fuck you, A-Rod, and even fuck <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> you're hitting third, you're hitting third, and I'm hitting third. It's much different, Kevin, than going to the stadium and hoping that you see your name in the lineup. Well, now they get Framber Valdez, who is a guy who's capable of going deep in the game, so they feel better tomorrow. And the Astros sail, even though a shorter outing looked better. And Tanner Houck hasn't pitched at all. Remember, he's been great in the postseason, so he's kind of like... Why do they insist on doing these uh, stand-up microphone things in front of a crowd? Like, they're, why are they doing that? I don't know. It gets it gets people going, you know. It's like, you know, it's like, why do why do things get... Why why does it get? Why do ratings get bigger when Jimmy Kimmel does Brooklyn or something? It's uh, for some reason it's the outside element that uh, that they love. So I don't know. Howard, they do a thing on Saturdays on ESPN for football games it's called ESPN oh, yeah. Game Day, and they go to they go to a different college every week. It starts at noon, but the kids get out there. I swear, at six in the morning and start drinking, and it is just—it's complete insanity. Like the guys are talking, they're throwing things up, they're holding up pictures behind them. So, therefore, the networks actually do love all the cursing and carrying on, and they really are just acting like they don't like it. Yeah, they like they like yeah. the chaos. They secretly like it. These pregame you know, shows thinking, go on for... I'm thinking, Wolfie, you should stand outside Ronnie's wedding and yell shit. <laughs> yeah, hold the sign. Fuck I'm you, thinking Ronnie. about it. Yeah. Fuck you, Ronnie. J-Lo. Asshole. Asshole, J-Lo. Ronnie's a fucking cunt. Stephanie's <laughs> <laughs> way too young, you old fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you whip out your dick. Anyways, that is baseball blunders. <laughs> 
Baseball, but nice package, uh, JD. Uh, did I just say nice package, JD? Mm. I'm gonna watch what I'm saying. Yeah, you've got a really nice package, JD. You know, you might be you might be inarticulate, but that package makes up for it. I'll tell you that. I don't know about that, but uh, you do it. Uh, you want one more? Jason's got. Uh, I always like this, Jason. This is a good package. Yeah. You got a nice package too. I got a package. Um, this package is probably bigger now. Uh, you know, uh, Jason looks like he's. You look like you haven't eaten in eight days. Look at you, pal. <laughs> you are. I don't want to place it off like it's so easy. I keep telling her, I'm like, what you're doing is not easy. That's that's impressive, but uh, yeah. So, Yesterday uh, there eating. was a moment we were stuck. Uh, the you know John Hine was on uh the video, and so was Jason. And John Hine said, "I feel like I'm surrounded." He was like, you know, uh-oh, I might have to address my weight if I'm stuck with these two. How much weight have you, how much weight are you down to now, Jason? Uh, I, I didn't even weigh myself this week, but, uh, over 90 pounds. I'm, I'm over wow. 91, 92. Have you seen, in that area. Uh, Jason's Nutrisystem commercial? Yeah. I watched yeah. those. I, yeah. yeah that's the, cool. Is that the one you posted on Facebook, Jason? Yeah, I post these social media. Um, uh, it's it's really cool. I just shoot a few things and then they edit it and, and put it together. But um, so yeah, so they've been going out and then I. But I actually shot a real commercial that's going to air in in December and January of this year, like on television, like on real wow TV, well, dude. Yeah, I mean Ronnie, there's no better fucking advertisement than Jason. Yeah, no, it was great. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's been an awesome ride. Howard, the funny yeah. thing is, Jason couldn't chop wood when he was heavy, but now he can chop wood apparently. I never spend any time outside. I, I never got off the, the couch. I, 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 now, yeah, now I go outside. I'm playing with all these. Uh, I got a, I got leaf blowers. I'm running around with now and chopping wood and all this. You only seen him like, hike up red rocks. Like Jason walked up like from the basically the first uh, row of red rocks. We uh, after the show, he walked to the fucking ent entire top of red rocks. It was uh, quite impressive. Hey, Dude, uh, you... Ronnie, I'm assuming Jason's invited to your wedding, right? Dude, uh -oh. why are you Why are you putting me on the spot with, with Ooh, shit that's well, not even Jason, like, I guess you won't uh, be breaking your diet during Ronnie's wedding with uh, all sir, the uh, receive. See you at Nawiki's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I feel for Ronnie. He's got to cut some of you dudes out. And Jason, I guess uh, there's bad blood there. Ronnie was a big part of my wedding, but I understand times have changed, and uh, you know you got to do what you got to do. All right, that's well, sad. Look, it's either yeah. going to be Jason or Kurt from Maverick Helicopters. <laughs> you figure it out. Maybe Stephanie will bite me. Yeah. Wow, uh, Ronnie, I didn't know yeah. Jason didn't make Dude, the cut. That's interesting. No, Wolfie and Jason, because because we're not even. <clears throat> Jason, do you want? Um, I thought that that was that tear was definitely in. Mm. Yeah, I thought I was going to get the uh, John Blit treatment. Like, oh, it's my guy. Of course he's in. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, okay, all right. He's not my AARP guy. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, JD, you're going to have to uh, do that video conferencing with Jason and Wolfie. I mean, uh, we're just going to have to get like one of those robots that has an iPad attached to it, and it just run, walks around, and everyone. You need a drone. Sleep. There's so many people that are going to be at that other dinner. <laughs> like, you know what? We have to run out a theater, and so they they can go to a theater and watch it live. There you watch go. It on Zoom. Wow. That is, it way, is hard, you know. Yeah, I mean, you do work with people, and you just, someone's got to be, be cut out. So why not Wolfie and Jason? I, I understand, Howard, Ronnie. Yeah. I'm, not say, I'm, not I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it as a given that I'm invited. 
I, I don't take that as a given. I that's think what you wrote in your text message. No, I said <laughs> I didn't that's say what that. You wrote in your text message, dude. No, I said I said if if one were having a party and one were inviting a big crowd, when might the date be? I don't. Yeah, yeah I like Gary's move. Gary's move is like, yeah. hey, Ronnie, I'm clearing my calendar for your wedding. <laughs> yeah. like, he invited that's himself. Right. I'm blocking dude, out. And, and it was like ten, yeah. ten minutes after the show ended. <laughs> yeah. It didn't yeah, sound like Gary is cl clearing his calendar. It sounds like if Ronnie's uh, wedding slots into the you know convenient time for Gary, he's in. Otherwise, <laughs> no. I mean, I mean I'm going. I'm taking some trips next year to visit my kid. I just wanted to you know make sure. I, you know, if if, if I were, <laughs> wait, I wanted to be. Ready. You can't wait for that invite. You want you want advance. <laughs> advance. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm already booking trips. All right, good for you. Okay, all right, cool, man. Nobody wow. told you not to. But I think Ronnie's mad at me, so, so I, I'm not saying it's a given that I'm, I'm right. I think he's still mad at me. Mad at you for what? Oh, well, I, you, you know, butted for, in. For the, yeah, the, yeah he, I think it, it caused a rift, and I and I do feel bad about it. I apologized a hundred times, but I don't think he's over it. <laughs> yeah. Gary, <laughs> over like Gary. Gary's got a good move. <laughs> Um, yeah, I listen, Ronnie, if you're getting married, I, better, I, I do have to clear some things up, so I want to book early. And now Ronnie's got to invite Gary because he got the He does tech. not. I could tell you right now, he does not have to invite me. I always say for anybody, I hate when people are dicks. It's an honor to be invited, and I would not be mad. But don't if you I think, wanted. you know, just like you trying to arrange Ronnie meeting that guy in L.A., don't you think also it's a little bit odd when you analyze your own behavior? You're writing Ronnie, hey, if you're getting married, I need to know the dates because I'm coming. You're assuming you're invited. It's like weird. Yeah, Is I thought top you know, of mind. No, you're right. And I thought Ronnie was like at one point he was insinuating that there wasn't a room big enough to hold. Yeah, but the don't you that think, was, Gary, that Ronnie what? would you're send right. you the in <laughs> what? Don't you? <laughs> Wait, I what did I say? When the hell did I say that? <laughs> Last year, when we were talking what? during the pandemic, you were talking about that. Um, you and Stephanie were talking about you can't find a place big enough. <laughs> What? You said that. Are you kidding me? In Las Vegas? You didn't Vegas? say that? <laughs> no, no. They have what? every convention the in the world. <laughs> so, Gary, okay, yes. Yes, getting no, back to my right. point, yes, it right. is odd that you write sure. a guy. Like, I'm sure Ronnie's going to give you enough notice so you can clear your calendar. Well, that's the thing. I never know what Ronnie, because with Ronnie, things seem to be very spontaneous. That's what I was thinking. But you're right. I probably shouldn't have sent that text. I Again, Ronnie and I are not in that place anymore, so I do apologize. He used to you be my IUD guy no more. Wrong. What the fuck is wrong with him? Like, they, like oh, if man. I read that, like, if I read in the paper that, like, some famous person's getting married, I'm going to, like, write them an email and say, um, listen, yeah, but, I don't know if you're thinking of inviting <laughs> Howard Stern, no, but no, I do Ronnie need to I, clear my calendar. Ronnie and I know each other for yeah. 38 years. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. But why would you write He's him not and some go, guy hey. In the paper. Yeah, but why would you write him and invite yourself, essentially? Hey, you know, it's funny. It, it, I, I will tell you something funny. Ronnie okay. did the same thing to me. It was, I didn't think it was a big deal. But we, when I sent invitations out to my wedding, they went out and waved. So all you guys got your invitation, like, say, two or three days before Ronnie. And Ronnie called me. He goes, I'm invited, right? And I'm like, yeah, you're invited. It'll be there in a couple of days. <laughs> like, well, that's wrong, too. He, he's desperate, <laughs> this guy. Yeah, I was desperate yeah, at the time. Right. No oh. At the time. Oh. <laughs> hey, Ronnie, I got Delta on hold, so do I make my reservation or not? No big deal, Ronnie, but please schedule your wedding around my availabilities. That's right. That's right. right. Will you cover my luggage costs? 
Knowing Gary, there's probably like a lot of like subtle brags in there too. Like I got a 14 day trip to Greece planned. Uh, I got uh, Turks and Caicos in March. You know, he loves. No, actually, actually, what's going on next year is I mean, I don't want to get into, but there's a lot of stuff we're doing for the show that involves travel too that might be on vacation weeks. Mm-hmm. You should just send Ronnie your entire calendar for 2022 yes, and 2023. <laughs> so that he can pick the right date. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Ronnie, I'm tentatively scheduled to do a record listening party with Rachel Ray. So, uh, <laughs> but I could pencil that somewhere else. <clears throat> well, guys who are not invited, like Wolfie or Jason, <laughs> I will say. At one point, Ronnie definitely said on the show that if he ever got married, he'd invite everyone on the show. And I have tape of it, so he's going to have to invite you unless he's lying. So there you go. Well, I don't know. He's already taking back that pledge. Ronnie's changed a lot since then. You know, he's very—he's got some very fancy friends now. A lot of NASCAR guys. He doesn't want to be embarrassed by the likes of a Wolfie or Jason (laughs) loving around at the wedding. People to know who he used to hang around with. Yeah, I mean, um, who would you rather have, Wolfie or Ron Caps? No, no exactly. brainer. <laughs> funny Ron car Caps. driver, Ron Caps. Oh. Yeah, yeah, funny car yeah. driver. That's yeah. right. Yeah. No, there's, there's no, uh, nothing to say about that. Okay. Ron Caps wins every time. Yeah. Steffi, Ronnie, did you send one. out the invite to Kurt Busch? I want to make sure he gets it. <laughs> Fuck Wolfie. Yeah. Jason. Fuck them. Fuck them. Guys. Let's not. We well, gotta he first have call, a funny car. Let's first call <laughs> Kurt Bush, see if he's available. What dates? And then plan what the wedding around him. D- is Kurt open? That's when Ryan yeah. plans his wedding. <laughs> and if Ronnie, Kurt can't exactly. make it, get Ernie Irvin. Ronnie, are you going to invite your peanut butter weed guy? Who? The guy right. who gets to Okay, enough uh, of that. Okay. Listen. What are you talking uh, about? Dude? You don't have to I don't have to have a peanut butter weed guy. You go into a store here. Yeah. <laughs> Get together with it, man. Ronnie, if I'm plus one, could I bring Jason if he's not invited? <laughs> yeah, Ronnie, one. what about that? If you don't invite, let's say, Wolfie or Jason, can Blit bring a date and make it you know, Jason or Wolfie, or will you be pissed? Dude, seriously, I have I haven't made it. We we we're not. All right, I got it. I got a scenario. Dude, no Blit scenarios. gets invited. Blit Blit gets invited, and he invites as his plus one apples. Oh, oh, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you you were invited plus one. Bring apples. I, you will go down in Stern Show history. Oh, then I'll shit. bring apples for sure. Right. Without yeah. telling Ronnie. I'll, I'll put him in a wig and a dress. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Ronnie. So happy to be here, Ronnie. Jeez, a really nice wedding you have. Um, so who was do? Oh, Jason, you got a package. Go ahead. I do have a package, and my package is about uh, one of my heroes fred norris he uh this is a drops origin package as, as, as people know you hear a lot of sound clips throughout the show clips from movies and television shows and this this radio show fred fred does a whole show underneath the show he makes me laugh every single day um it really enhances the discussion on air it could come from anywhere so i wanted to play a fred game. is your hero He's one of my. He is. I oh, think what man. Fred does is is amazing. Uh, listen, you, you do it. Robin does the amazing things on the air. Gets uh, a lot of credit. Okay. I'm just, I'm just asking if Fred is your hero. I just want clarification. Is, All right. He is definitely. This is the first hero. time Fred has ever heard that. You have to understand. We have yeah. to make exception. 
now. Well, that's usually why I'm very just, proud to be able to do people that. People usually compliment me, not Fred, but all right. Okay. Hey, Fred, by the way, what do you think of Robin's fasting? Are you uh, for it or against it? Where, where are you standing on all this in a serious manner? In a serious manner, I say whatever works for her. Really? She should do. Yeah. Okay. And actually, you know what? When she first mentioned this, uh, I actually tried like a three day fast myself just to oh. see what it would be like. And, yeah. uh, it was How not easy. Last? I can't see, I can't see three days. Yeah. That's it. That's as far as I could go. But, uh, it That's was a challenge. Good, actually, though, the, Fred, just the right first, off the, bat. the first, yeah. The first two days were pretty good. Did you get any uh, mucus out of your ass, or because Robin on day you won't won't discover mucus on day seven? Robin pushed out some mucus out of her ass. Yeah, I I think you got to be doing seven days at least before you get any of that. uh, What'd you get out? Did did anything come out of your ass? Uh, Get a crayon? (laughs) uh, No, no, no. A sanding block? No. I, 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 there was nothing in there that uh, was out of the ordinary. I should say when you did the three days, feel pretty good. You did. And and after the three days, did yeah. you say, hey, I'm going to do this again sometime, or are you done with fasting? I did say I was going to do it again, but now it's been about six months or so, and I have not done it again. <laughs> Sorry. Right. You've had enough of that. I've had enough uh, of that. I'll do the bourbon fast, but I won't do the uh, <laughs> the uh, seven-day fast. You know, one of the things, I've been working with Fred since you know, a long time, I don't know how many years, but uh, you know, one of the things he does, he has this habit of chewing on his pen caps, and when I heard he was fasting, I said, I bet she's going to shit out a couple of pen caps because over the years, I'm sure he swallowed a few. Surely he well, swallowed I never, a few. I never ingested them and never ingested them. And uh, don't I, you I don't gorge, think it was though, breaking my fast. After you don't eat for three days, I think you would gorge like to make up for it. That, You're well, not supposed that to. That would be an undisciplined person who wasn't yeah. doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. That, uh, supposedly hello, that really I'm, fucks I'm you an up undisciplined person. I will fucking eat up a storm. <laughs> and I, you would hurt yourself. I don't care. Right. But, uh, you know, Robin, I'm thinking if you go to day 10 without eating any food, you might shit out pure beams of light. I mean, something dynamic. I have done that in the past. A uh, laser. Shorter fast. Beams of light have come out of me. Yeah, imagine, uh, like, after the mucus, just raw energy and beams of light shooting out of Robin's ass like it's into a superhero. I mean, be unbelievable. Like, blow up buildings. And then you'll fast because you've always wanted to be a superhero. You do that, I'll fast. All right, so, Jason, you were saying Fred is your hero. He is for Robin's fasting. And um, Uh, you believe. Thank you, Fred. yeah, and what were you? <laughs> what were you gonna say? So we were gonna uh, play some of his uh, or uh, some of the drops that you hear him play a lot throughout the show and see if you know where they came from. Okay. Um, so let's start with drop number one. Okay. Thank you, 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 thank you. Oh, that I know, I know that yeah. one. That's from when um, Wolfie, I believe, covered yes. the cock and ball torture event. Where where was that, Wolfie? Am I right on that? You're, Absolutely you're right. Yep, that was in uh, Maryland in a, in a basement. <laughs> oh my god! Not even a convention hall. It was a basement. No. Somebody's yeah, maybe I, basement. Maybe I shouldn't call it an event. You know, if it's in a guy's basement. How many guys were stu- shoved into the basement? Oh, there had to be at least twenty guys in there, uh, all all with their pants off. Some were wearing shirts, but most <laughs> most had their pants off and. Uh, yeah, that guy was getting his his hit, his nuts hit with a writer's crop, like just over and over again. 
Here we go. So, sir, you're about to get your your balls hit with a riding crab. Are you a little bit nervous? A bit. Have you ever experienced anything this intense before? Uh, Not from this lovely mistress, but from others, yes. Okay. Good luck. Yes. Thank you, 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 thank you. Ah. Ah, ah, yes, thank you. Thank you, my mistress. Thank you, my mistress. Hit again, my mistress. Thank you, my mistress. Thank you, my mistress. Again, my mistress. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> By the way, uh, we should mention uh, two of the guys, that, including that guy, were United States senators uh, down in that basement. Did any, like, was there anybody there you recognize, like? Like maybe they were somebody important. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I wish. I wish. No, I, yeah. I didn't, didn't see any senators or anything like that. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking heavy, man. Like, How what did most you of the... find out this thing was happening in somebody's basement? Oh, well, I mean, that's my job <laughs> to find these things. Uh, yeah. Well, how do you do it? I like, worry about you, you, Wolfie. <laughs> do you go on the Internet, Wolfie, and like find these events? Yeah, there's, so there's a fetish website that I go to that has, ah. uh, they, they actually post various events. So, um, yeah, that's, I, I sent out an a, a email and they said, yes, you're absolutely invited <laughs> to come. When uh, guys are down there, like, what do most of them do for a living? Do you ever find out, like, are they, uh, are they unemployed guys or do they seem to have some sort of job? No, the funny thing is they, and I don't know if they're lying or not, but they always say that, like they're a CEO and like this is their way to like give over control because their jobs are so stressful. But yeah, I, I would think they're living in their mom's basement, but uh, you got going off of what they say. Well, that is one of the great clips. And yes, Fred uses that all the time. And Wolfie, that is amazing tape you got. I mean, you are definitely the, uh, the, uh, the Sherlock oh. Holmes of perverts, uh, <laughs> let me say so. So, sir, you're yes, about to get your, you. your balls you, hit with a riding crab. Are you a little bit nervous? <laughs> a bit. Have you ever experienced anything this intense before? Uh, not from this lovely mistress, but from others, yes. Okay. So, good luck. Yes. Thank you, 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 thank you. Ah, ah, yes, thank you, thank you, my mistress, thank you, my mistress, Hit again, my mistress, thank you, my mistress, thank you, my mistress, again, my mistress, thank you, thank you, oh. I love the How sound of that. How many companies are yeah. big enough for you to need that to de-stress? How much, like, in other words, that's, it. like, what stressful, like, I guess that yeah. guy's running a, um, you know. He must like be maybe running a, Amazon or Apple. Right. <laughs> that guy's balls were so swollen after oh. being hit like that. They they were bright red. There's, oh. there's no there's oh. no way they can feel good. Does he ice them or does he just like limp away and just deal with it? No, I mean there's no there's no ice at an event like that. And and guys oh. are like the guys are lined up. Like the one dude had like a they took like a blowtorch to his pubic hair. <laughs> They're just like destroying these guys' genitals, and, and they oh. love it. Does that guy move on to another booth with his swollen balls? Oh, absolutely. They they had like a they had like a circle of torture where. They just went like guy to guy and like, oh, now I'm going to hit him with a baseball bat. Now I'm going to nuts. It was just like. Sounds like high school. Like, you know, if, if, like Robin said, you know, if a guy is a CEO and he needs to unwind, be, you know, and feel powerless by having a, someone slam his nuts with a baseball bat. <laughs> He better be like Bob Iger who runs Disney. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. What company is he running? 
they stick cattle prods like up their dick holes and oh. just like shock their dicks. Does anyone orgasm or is it just pain? I didn't see anybody like shoot a load. Thank God <laughs> when I was standing there. But now, yeah, I mean, they're, they're and, uh, hard. They're rock hard that when they're getting beat up like that. Hard. And it sounds like they're, you know, like they're like that, that noise from the riding crop. That's pretty loud, you know, hitting somebody's balls like that. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're hitting a horse with it. So think about like what it does to someone's nuts. I, yeah, I, I come here because my job is very, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't want to <laughs> say on the air who I am, but I'm a CEO and uh, look, between you and me, my name is Warren Buffett. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I got real stress. I got people's money that, uh, they're, you know, but I can't handle this. <laughs> I mean, these guys better have heavy jobs if they're going through that. All right. So Jason, let's get on to more Fred, your heroes drops. Fred, uh, to hear this, this next drop has been played on the show for years. Do you know where it comes from? What? Uh, what? what? Oh, yeah. Oh. Fred plays that huh. all the time. What? 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 <laughs> Let me see if I remember where that's from. What? 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 Do you remember, Robin? No. Hmm. What? 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 Anybody remember? I thought it was Robin for I never knew no. the origin. I first heard it, and I, I always thought that was Robin. But wasn't it from like a Monty Python routine or something weird like that? I, no, Mike Fox says he knows. What do you know? I believe it's Kyle Brozlovsky's mom from South Park. Uh, that is correct. That is the winner. Uh, it is from an episode where the kids fake the death of one of their little brothers to save him from being circumcised. <laughs> they thought it meant his whole penis was going to be chopped off. That's what they thought. Dude, thought circumcision. Dead. He's in Nebraska. What? 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 Dude, you shouldn't have told him that. Now they're going to find him and cut off his penis. Fireman. Oh, who the hell cares? He's not even my responsibility. Hey, 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 oh my God! They've killed Kenny. You bastards. How's anybody watch that? I don't know one of them saying. I'll be honest. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, Fuck you. I'm going to cut off your penis. I don't understand what's happening here. I mean, come on. I'm going to cut off your penis. What, what, what? What, 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 what? What, 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 what? Yeah, what are you two little fuckers saying? Fuck your business. We're going to get you and cut your cock off. cock off. Yes, I am, you motherfucker. All I hear is... Don't ever play that again. All right. No, that's pretty... Uh, that That's one of my favorites. What, what, what? Okay. Yeah. Oldie yeah, for the goodie. The do you understand clip. those characters, what they're saying all the time? No, it, it, I never watched South Park just for that oh, yeah. reason. Yeah. No, I'm a huge South Park fan. Hey. Hey, Robin, slap me in the balls with a horse crap. <laughs> what, what, what? What, 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 what? Yikes. What? Anyway. Uh, go ahead, Jason. You were saying. Our next clip has been used by Fred for the last 10 years. Do you know where it okay. came this one because we recently you remember gary because you look puzzled i am very puzzled is it i this isn't like somebody crying <laughs> over wrestling that's not what this no is, is but it? pretty close listen again <laughs> <laughs> you remember ronnie no robin no no we kind of talked about it recently. That's uh, I think I'm right. Is it Alex Jones crying? 
You are correct, Howard. That is wow. Alex Jones from 2011. He was ranting about the future of children growing up in a globalist society. All right, here we go. To feel what the children are feeling. God Almighty. <laughs> Folks, we got we got to get good people to stand up against these people. <laughs> wow. Where are the men in this country? Where are the men in this world? What the hell have we become? We just offer our children up to the system with the fluoride and the water and the GMO hurting them, and we let fat perverts grab them at the airport to train them for the pedophile government. <laughs> what the hell is he talking about? Everything was oh. <laughs> Crocodile tears. I don't believe that was real at all. He didn't call like that when he was on the game. They want to take you down. They want you to eat the bugs and they want. <laughs> Alex, I know you're upset. Can I ask you a question? What the hell are you talking about? Would you just explain, please? Trying to explain that what they want is they want Klaus Schwab to tell us he's got to eat the bugs, eat the bugs. We don't want to do that. We are patriots. We're not part of this new world order. They will not take the children. They will not. <laughs> That's are why you, you need to buy the Ultra Fiber X2 capsules right now. <laughs> they will clear up your tears. It is filled with fiberglass. It's an excellent dietary supplement at Infowars.com. Can I ask you a question, a follow-up question? I know you've mentioned in the past when you were on our show that there are the frogs have even turned gay. Frogs in the in the water. That are you crying over the plight of gay frogs? It's not just the frogs at this point. You look at you look at the shrimp. You look at all the fish. The seas. <laughs> gay shrimp. They want the gay shrimp. They want to turn the shrimp pink. They want to say this is a multi-layered binary weaponry delivery system. Soros is behind it. Nazi collaborators are behind it. They took the deep state. They said the enemy's going to win. We're going to worship the beast, and all the fish are going to be gay. And when those fish are going to be gay, you're going to. Uh, Gary, you love uh, gay shrimp, right? You eat gay shrimp. <laughs> I eat all shrimp. Uh, all shrimp. All shrimp. To me. Yeah, Alex. Shrimp uh, uh, Gary eats gay shrimp. I don't know if you know that. If you eat gay shrimp, you're going to see what it's going to do to you. It's going to give you the liberal pathogens. It's going to turn you into a cyber state. You're going to say, oh, let's live in a digital ghetto now. I want to join the COVID death cult. I want to worship Big Daddy Devil. I want to eat the gay shrimp. Eat the gay fish. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. Wow. Fabulous. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> are, you, are you crying again? It's just so beautiful. This is so beautiful thinking about how fantastical it is that 1776 is returning. We will return. We will defeat the beast. We will defeat him. <laughs> Buy the coin, 1776coin.com, Infowars.com. All right, thank you, Infowars. Do you have I any, wonder what um, he sounded like when they uh, leveled that billion-dollar fine against him for talking about Sandy Hook. <laughs> Alex, a billion is a lot of money. I mean, that's a lot of dough. We're going to have to sell a lot of the true terror shit. We're going to have to sell the Bolin clans. We're going to have to sell the Valenzo clans. We can't even sell it. It's, it's the hardest sold out until November, so I don't... <laughs> 
All right. Well, you, I'm, I didn't mean to bring up a sore subject. Robin, how dare you? Um, <laughs> how dare you? Uh, Jason, any other drops you want to test us on? Yeah, another one of my heroes uh, is celebrating a big anniversary this year. Uh, Wendy, the slow adult, this is her 20th year anniversary of being wow. a part of our oh show. God. And we wow. use her drops all of the time. So all of these came from Wendy that you're going to hear next. But uh, see if you can remember the context. Uh, play clip seven for the next one. All right. Jimbo Kimball. Well, on honestly, ah. uh, we all know yeah. that Wendy, the slow adult, was talking about Jimmy Kimmel. But you want to know what context he said Jimbo Kimball? I mean, I think it's, you know what, it's not. It's really more she was reading an intro uh, that we uh, uh, wrote for her. And you can uh, hear how that all unfolded in the next clip. On today's show. On today's show. We'll find out who on the staff. We'll find out who on the staff. Has lied about sticking stuff up their ass. Who has been lying stuff stick up their ass. You're listening to the Howard Stern Show. You're listening to the Howard Stern Show. With today's guest? With today's guest. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimbo Kimball. He bought me boy shoes. Nice. I love her. I love, She's my favorite. She, she comes alive. All right. Yeah. You could definitely um, see if you remember the context of why she said this next clip, clip nine. I feel like blowing my mind up. Oh, I know. Oh, I know this. One. Everybody, go <laughs> ahead, Robin. You, you tell everyone what was. There it? was some kind of a blackout, right? During a that's storm. That's exactly right. Yep. And she lost it. Yeah, talking to the power company. Yeah, her hair, her air conditioning was out, and uh, everything, everything was out. Internet. Internet. Like, I want one. my power back. <laughs> right. This really sucks. I had no freaking power. God fucking damn, I'm boring. Shit. That was during a tropical, uh, tropical storm in 2004, and a lot of people felt that way. Wendy was the hero of the people because uh, anyone feeling that frustration loved to hear Wendy. She captured the mood of the country, and uh, we, we thank her for that. Uh, Jason, go ahead. Yeah, and and finally, uh, this wasn't the only voicemail that Wendy has left us that left led to an iconic drop. You could play the next clip. I'm coming to <laughs> I know that. Anyone one. know what impression she was debuting? Uh, yes, that was, everybody uh, knows that yeah, one. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, it's correct. Yeah. He loves horror yeah. movies. Yeah, Richard, this is Freddy Krueger again. <laughs> I'm gonna come and get you in your sleep, Richard. I'm gonna get you in the pig. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, Richard, in your dreams. Uh, 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 I'm coming to get you. Whenever I hear that clip, I, I always think of Wendy's mother and I say, that woman is a saint. I love Wendy's mother. People say, I love Wendy. I go, I love Wendy's mother because she hears that 24-7 and she's... Uh, <laughs> She you loves her little girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm just impressed with how much of that movie she understands. It's great. Seems okay. to have a full command of that uh, yeah. movie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> One of her Wendy favorites. 
Yeah. Um, so in honor of Wendy, we put together a brand new song featuring her best drops and some of her gagging and coughing, which is always fun. <laughs> this is Frank. Right. I'm gonna get you in turn. Get you in Slow jam. That song gives me a headache, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Put that into it. That nice beat. Anyway, good job, boys and uh, and girls. Thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you, package, Jason. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Oh, JD, you have a beautiful package, and so does uh, Jason. There you go. Thank you. Both have thank beautiful you. packages that you presented. I want to thank everybody. Uh, Wolfie, Appreciate sorry it. you're not going to Ronnie's wedding, but everybody else enjoy it. By the way, I don't know how you feel. Is your, work, is your work environment now toxic, Wolfie, <laughs> that you know Ronnie doesn't like you enough? I mean, it doesn't make me feel comfortable. I'll, I'll admit that. It's, it's a pretty big bummer. Uh, Ronnie, we wait your uh, big announcement. We can't wait to hear what it is. Maybe by Monday you'll have the big announcement, so we'll all sit tight. Okay? And you can also, test me with your schedule because I'm learning Portuguese. Should I, I want to go back to Portugal. Should I continue to learn Portuguese or should I cancel my Portuguese lessons? Next Tuesday, you Quentin right Tarantino. Ahead. Quentin Tarantino oh. will be here next Wednesday. Oh. Neil Young will be here. Can't wait oh. to talk to both those guys. Wow. Two really accomplished human beings who yeah. have big things to say, are big thinkers, and we love it. We love when they think out loud. <laughs> um, what else? Did I do the Stephen Singer thing? Or did I, yeah, I did that already. Yes, you did. 